it between the lines. everybody to another episode of Read Between the Wines. Today we're drinking alcoholic seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> we're not drinking yeah. wine. <laughs> I think we've only drank wine like maybe twice, if that, yeah. on the podcast, yeah. to be honest. We should probably yeah. should stop drinking wine because we drink a whole box every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or we should get trash. But listen, <laughs> one box gets us all trash. I think that's money saving. Uh-huh. That's the one that's the best. That's <laughs> An investment. So an investment. And it's smart. An investment to a good time. Investment to a good time. <laughs> Hi, Bieber. We love you. Bieber. Hi. Anyways, Wes, what are we reading today? Oh. Or what did we read? What did we read? We read <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, which is book two, technically, but... Of the Hannibal Lecter series. Yeah. There's four oh. books total. By Thomas Harrison. It was probably one of the... Best. Like best, but also terrifying because it's so close to like mm-hmm. I can see this being a reality. I even yeah. had to look up. I'm like, is there someone like Hannibal Lecter that's alive? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like a lot of what I was seeing about Hannibal Lecter and stuff like that. I was also just recently listening to a podcast about um, the Cohen Killer. Ed Kemper. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking of Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper. Oh, Kemper. Yeah. Kemper. Yeah. And basically, it's like, our, it's like we also do a true crime podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I was listening to that, and a lot of there was a lot of similarities and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I kept like stopping the podcast, turning to Nate, and being like, "So in Silence of the Lambs," <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Can we just listen? Can we just can we just listen to this and not talk about your book?" And I'm like, "All right, I'll just talk about it here." It's it was fun. definitely a book that for me, like once I put it on. I was mad when I had to stop listening to it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just so, you're just so into it and just so ready to see what's next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was so much happening, and I liked how it was, like, very similar to the movie as well. It didn't, like, It was, like, like almost deviate. directly. Even some of the dialogue from the book was in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It was great. So who would like to give, like, the synopsis of it? Because we have a couple key characters in the book, mm-hmm. obviously being... Hannibal Lecter is mm-hmm. what I would say is the main. Like, I mean, I don't even know if you want to say he is the main focus, but he's kind of the backbone. Yeah, because it kind of like the other books also go off of him. Yeah, him. Right. Yeah. Well, because you have um, Red Dragon, which is before Hannibal Lecter was captured, mm-hmm. and then you have Silence of the Lambs, which is him in capture, like in captivity or being captured, and then the third one is. I think it's called Hannibal, and that's him out and about. Right, and I don't know. I haven't read or watched Red Dragon. There's a fourth one, too, right? Hannibal Rising? Maybe. I don't know where that one takes place. I think that's actually when he's a kid, and I think that's where the 
TV show follows. The TV oh. show follows Red Dragon, the first book. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, TV show's flame. You're yeah. watching that right now, aren't you? Yeah. With my boys. 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 I said boys. It's just boy. My boys. Um, but I mean, if you want me to go off of like a character list yeah. and all that. So basically, it's like Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that um, Clarice Starling, the police academy, you know, star student. Yeah. FBI who, academy. Oh, yeah. FBI academy, star student kind of gets on this case. And they ask her to go and see him and ask it, like, ask him for information on Buffalo Bill, who is a serial killer that has been kind of like plaguing the area and like mm-hmm. basically like skinning women a lot not alive skinning women dumping their bodies all this stuff and they can't find any correlation to like to like, anywhere like they can't find they can't figure out who he is yeah and yeah. they can't figure out why until clary starling helps mm-hmm. with jack crawford jack crawford yeah and so jack crawford is the guy who kind of is he the one that like calls her in to work with her or is he just yeah. the partner no, he calls her in because he's the lead detective, kind of. Yeah, he's like thing. the director. He's the director because he's um, like head of the FBI, kind of like behavioral behavioral thing. Well, behavioral analysis, analysis unit. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> unit, I watch you know. Criminal Minds. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Like I know this. Yeah. So then Jack Crawford. Jack Crawford. Then there's my least favorite character, Chilton. Chilton, yeah, oh, he's bitch, he's little a, bitch. He's such a fucking asshole. He's such a bitch yeah. boy, and in the TV show, he's so much worse. Really? He's worse in the TV show because he's been running the asylum, the prison asylum, yeah. for a very, very long time, and, um, and like, it's just, he's just a bitch, just a big old bitch, and he was, like, even worse when Hannibal, when he had power over Hannibal Lecter, but that's also because, I can bring it up later, his history with Hannibal, which is very, very interesting. Right, and the thing that makes this book so good, I mean, I guess this kind of goes into the story, is that Hannibal Lecter is a sight of, what title do they give him? Is he a psychiatrist? He's a psychiatrist. He was a surgeon first, then he went into psychiatry, and in psychiatry, he was murdering people. Right, and he's brilliant. Like, they make it mm-hmm. well apparent that he's, you know, very he's well-spoken. He's a genius. He's yeah. leaps and bounds ahead of everybody, and he just loves fucking with people yeah. mentally, one way or the other. But then his dark side comes out where he will murder people and also mm-hmm. consume people. Mm-hmm. In really fancy ways. Yes. I was looking up some of his, like... <laughs> Dishes that were mentioned, and it's all yeah. like food that I can never afford. Right. <laughs> like, oh, it's so intricate. So if you watch the show Hannibal, um, one of his calling cards is when he would kill a victim. He always did it so intricately, but he would steal one of their organs, and then he would dish it up. Yeah. Each time, and he has like um, one of those like one of those like spinny things that have like recipes on it, like where like you can put like cards, oh, and he like spins it, and then like has it. And he takes it out, and then, like, he makes a whole-ass recipe with, like, liver and fava beans, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, just, like, a bunch of... Th- it's, like... That's fancy. It's so it's so messed up because you watch the show and you're like, that looks so good, but I know it's human. <laughs> yeah, I know it's human. And it's you're like, I can't like, eat it. I... But, but it kind of wonder what it tastes like, though. <laughs> Apparently it tastes super good and normal because no one knows yeah. that he eats. Like, he's eating human. And, like, and he feeds it to other people. Oh right. He would God. feed it to other people. If he ran a restaurant, great. it'd be one of those menus where I'd have to look at it and then tell the waiter, like, 
want this one. I can't pronounce it. I'll take this mm-hmm. one. I'll take yeah. this one. He's and you'd like, only have right. like two <laughs> options for that night. And yeah. then the next night, something completely different. Yeah. And the serving size would be like this big. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. I think that's the most entertaining part about it is. So to give like the kind of summary, right? Um, Sterling, you know, is an up and coming FBI study pretty much. Mm-hmm. And she gets assigned to help with the Buffalo Bill case. Now, Buffalo Bill is a serial killer who is dumping young to like early 20s women mm-hmm. in different areas. I believe they were all rivers, right? Pretty much. Most of them. Most of them were rivers. They're like, the his bit, first few were in the rivers. Yeah, the first few, he would put them in the river and then, but he basically just dumped them anywhere. Yeah. And he would take parts of their skin. Yeah. But he was choosing women that were like a little bit like larger, like plus size women so mm-hmm. that he could starve them. Mm-hmm. And then then take their skin. Yes, he was skinning women to make a skin suit so he could transform into a woman. A woman, yes. I I like, though, because I I can't remember the movie, but they do cover in the book, which I thought was cool that even though this guy wrote this book in the 90s, there was some awesome, like, you know, show respect LGBTQ community stuff because he would, like... um, Sterling and uh, her, who's the guy who was with him? Crawford. Crawford, like tried to go to a a medical a medical facility. Yeah, medical. Yeah, people who are trying to have gender reassignment mm-hmm. surgeries, and the guy was very adamant, like you're not gonna like make a mockery of this, like yeah, you know these people just want to live their lives and everything like that. And I thought that was cool to have in the book, even in the '90s, that mm-hmm. you know yeah. something that's so prevalent today was also being talked about then. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. even in the movie, uh, just to clarification here, I only watched the movie today. Um, and I had no background on this movie or anything or the book previously, so uh, just clarification there. Um, <laughs> even in the movie, when she's talking to Hannibal, when Chris uh, Quarice is talking to Hannibal, he says some things about um transgendered people and she corrects him yeah. also which is cool mm-hmm. i mean you yeah. don't mm-hmm. it's it, it, i was like oh that's cool to have in this book yeah yeah oh, a horrible little like side thing especially like in the 90s and everything where like that's definitely like a peak of just kind of like transphobia especially oh, yeah. definitely yeah that and, wasn't really like a big yeah. thing talked about and it was like a feared thing yeah that was still when they still had like conversion therapy for like homosexual people as well and that was they still have it today but it was still like a it wasn't something that was talked about as being bad and wrong Mm -hmm. so they Mm -hmm. still had like conversion therapies like you can send your kid there if you want yeah um mason i did not hear about that but i would like you to send me that article so send us a link yes (gasps) yeah drop a link yeah drop a link okay but that's a true friend like yeah. <laughs> you lose a leg and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna make a meal out of it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna invite my friends. Got the That's homies. True no homies. <laughs> Allie, I'm gonna be really honest. If you lost your leg and tried to feed it to me, I would be upset. <laughs> <laughs> I the thing is is I'd probably be kind of like I mean I would be yeah, I mean, if you're honest with I would do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would be like, here guys, I made you a meal and then wait till you're done and be like, That was my leg. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, Hey guys, I saved my leg. I'm gonna cook it up. Wanna eat it with me? <laughs> I mean, the bad part of me saying like 
I might have a nibble. I would just like a little taste. I just want to know. I would, I would, I would see the room like. first. Everyone could try theirs first. They're like, it's not bad. Then <laughs> maybe I'll try. Then maybe I've heard. So I've like, um, I was reading something where they interviewed like cannibals and all that stuff that were in jail, and a majority basically they like had the little poll, and a majority of people said that without like too much like seasoning and like cooking kind of like Hannibal would. Yeah. Um, it basically tastes like spam apparently. Mm. I can see that. Yeah. Disgusting, but but disgusting. spam was originally like a delicacy. Spam yeah. was like it was highly quality. Highly valued meat. What if and spam then... originated as human meat? Oh Maybe. no. And then but, all of a sudden <laughs> what's actually funny about like the guy that fed his like his leg to his friends is a part like a scene in Hannibal is there's this like other like like bad guy essentially um who kind of took the blame on being like the it's I think the Chesapeake Ripper in the show which um kind of goes to Will Graham's which is like another like he was like a really good like FBI agent but he went too crazy because he would get so deep into like the psychology of being a killer that he had to like take a break because he was like going crazy and then he kind of, that's when it starts the show, is when him, him going back and Hannibal kind of manipulating him and stuff. But there was another guy that took, like, blame, which he wasn't, and he knew Hannibal was the Chesapeake Ripper. And so he was in the hospital because, like, um, he, like, tried to kill him. Oh, thanks, Mason. <laughs> Let's give that a click. Oh, he taught those Reddit. Legal, ethical cannibalism. Oh, my God. <laughs> Human meat tacos. Oh, so his friends knew then. I'm guessing. I'm guessing yeah. from that. If it's from that. Wait, so he made carne asada out of his leg. Oh, one spit me into a thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think so. Oh, it doesn't my even God. look that like well done as it does in the show. It's the kind of question you ask after watching Silence of the Lambs. Stoned. Oh, <laughs> no matter how you respond, you never expect anyone to hold you to your answer. But in a recent Reddit post, user Incredibly Shiny Shirt <laughs> wow. shared the story of a motorcycle crash that put him face to face with a macabre hypothetical. When a car hit his bike and sent him careening into the nearby forest, his foot was shattered to the point that he would never walk on it again. When the doctor asked if he could amputate it, his one question was, can I keep it? The doctor said yes, and on Sunday, July 10th, 2016, three weeks after the accident, Shiny, I like how they shorten it, yeah. like, no more Shiny Shart, um, who prefers to remain anonymous, invited 10 of his most open-minded friends to a special brunch. They ate apple strudel, quiche puff pastries, fruit tarts, and chocolate cake. They drank gin lemonade punches and mimosas, and then the main course came out fajita tacos made from shiny severed human limb. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. The United States doesn't have a federal law banning cannibalism. Oh, what? Really? Wait a minute. It doesn't? Idaho does. <laughs> Idaho is the only state in which simple act of eating human flesh can land you in prison. Laws against murder, buying and selling human meat, and corpse uh, desecration make cannibalism difficult, but okay. technically legal in other 49 states. So if you're... <laughs> I mean, if you end up losing a leg, I guess you could legally do that. No! <laughs> yeah. Wait, but... But the guy, so the, the evil guys. Um, so Hannibal, like, kidnaps him because he's like, I, you're going to tattle on me. I got to, like, kill you. Mm -hmm. What he does, since Hannibal was a surgeon prior, is he <laughs> takes off his leg and then 
feeds it to the guy and is like, this is your last meal. And he's like, Hannibal, is this my leg? And he's like, yep. And he's like, I'm not going to eat it. And he's like, you're going to eat it. It's your last meal. And he's like, then they have like a discussion. And then the guy like picks up his fork and knife and starts eating himself. Because he knew he was going to die anyways. So he's like, might might as well well try it. I like how they have the picture of the severed leg. They have they have everything in this. Yeah. They really do. Oh my do. god. It's detailed. Ooh. <laughs> that can't be it though, right? I think that's it. I mean it looks like definitely it was taken on a phone. How do you prepare the foot to be eaten? <gasps> How do you convince ten friends to eat the foot with you? I just you? want to know what people. This is a very in-depth say. article. How did the actual cooking of the foot go down? Yeah, this, this motherfucker took pictures because he <laughs> knew. He knew. He's like okay. cooking in the kitchen. He's got fucking peppers and shit with his leg meat. Someone needs to go check on this guy. Like what the fuck? Oh, people think it tastes like pork because in movies we hear it called long pig. Oh. Yeah. Um, the term originated in places like New Guinea, where they eat wild boar. They're not eating our big, fat, domesticated pigs that have white meat. Boars don't have white meat. Mm. Uh, they just don't. I remember eating a heritage pig, and it was some of the reddest, most flavorful meat I've ever had. It was most like venison, venison and I think it's more akin to that. We can see your messages after I, we're just finishing this. I could see it being pretty gamey. Yeah. Here's my question. Mm. That's a lot of meat for a foot. That I'm yeah. just looking at my own foot and like yeah. I mean I don't have pretty I don't really have meaty feet. Yeah. I feel like it's mostly the calf. Yeah, it's just right it right up like there. Right here yeah. though. Like, I mean it was cut still... off the knee. With the knee? Wait, yeah. I just read, hey, I pooped you out, sorry. That friend group's on a different level. Honestly, what homies you know, and then, <laughs> you know our okay. friend group's pretty open to stuff. Yeah, yeah actually, I would no, be surprised. Every single one of the boys would definitely eat each other's foot. They definitely if they had would. the opportunity. Yeah, and I'm just saying, if any of you guys lose a foot or a leg or an arm, <laughs> I'll invite you. If you let's to let's eat do it. it. Let's yeah. do it. You know what? We can make a pact right now, saying that if anybody loses a foot or a leg, figure it out. So I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's like yeah. the main thing. Like I definitely won't. I probably would. It if had like, to be a situation. If everyone yeah. had forks in hand and was about to do it, I'm definitely going with the team. But <laughs> <laughs> They all try to prank you. They're yeah. all like, we're going to eat it. You eat it. They're like, ha you ate my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would like be down at first and be like, oh, yeah, like I'll try anything once. And then it would get to the point where I would have to eat it. And I would yeah. like get this close and be like, <laughs> you can't do it. Listen, I had a coworker once. Oh, Mason Ooh. would break the rules. Oh, your vegetarian <laughs> rules would be broken. Also, applesauce. Nut. <laughs> that one's for you. <laughs> but well, because I had a coworker once who accidentally ate dog, and he was like, "It was fucking delicious," yeah, and I'm so sad that bad. I ate it because, like, he's like, "I wouldn't have eaten it if I knew it was dog." But goddamn, was it not delicious? There's a. Uh, do you guys know the show Meat Eater on Netflix? Rinella uh, or something I've like that. that yeah. He's like a hunter or whatever, and most of his shows are him hunting with people and doing hunting stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, he did like a three-part series where he went to like the Congo, I believe it was, and he kind of lived the life of them and how they hunt. Well, they killed a chimpanzee and decided to eat it, and he said like morally he was really fucked up because he's like that's like. We're fairly close. Yeah. Family. And he's like, but I have to admit, it was really great. And I'm like, oh, uh, I, I couldn't. Like, 
That's like, what did we eat that one time that Bridger brought? Was it boar? Oh, was it boar? Um, boar or... No, it was something weird. It was some weird thing that he, like, weird... hunted in, what, Hawaii? Well, that would have been the boar, but I thought it was... He also, he hunts a lot, and he hunts weird meats, and he usually will ask us, and be like, if I hunted this, and then I came over and I cooked it for you guys, would you try it? And almost every single time, we're like... Our answer has never yeah. been no, yeah. actually. I don't know why he um, asked. He's just like, hey, guys, I got this. Want to try it? And we're like, Everyone yes. Everyone's a lot of weird meats. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. He's our weird meat guy. He's the weird meat guy. guy. He's the weird meat fella. The weirdest <laughs> meat that I had was alligator. Alligator. And it was at, so I forget what the place is called. At Trolley Square, where you they bring meats around. Oh, um, Rodizio. Yeah, Rodizio. They did an exotic Good. meat night. Ooh. And alligator was one of them. And I, I, I don't know. I, w- I would never go out of my way and be like, God, I'm really craving alligator. But it's mm-hmm. really like. It tastes like beef jerky that you left like the bag open for like a couple days. Like really dried mm. out. Yeah, and like really salty. I've heard it's very chewy because yeah, my dad's had alligator before. Wasn't the worst thing I've it's ever also had. Also from the south, so. Yeah. I went to France when I was like fourteen, and they were feeding me a lot of weird meats there. But like they gave me, it's freaky just thinking about it but um i tried like blood sausage there and um a lot of different kinds of like pig loin and Mm. um like rabbit i mean rabbit's not that weird but it was weird for me as a 14 year old um uh, but then they kept making jokes about feeding me horse and you can buy like tinned horse there and they don't yeah they i mean like (laughs) they eat horses there and then they kept making jokes about it and i was like it's not a joke, but please don't feed me horse. Yeah. Well, when we were in Japan, we were at a sushi conveyor belt, and they had horse. They had horse. Yeah, horse yeah. is popular in a lot of places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. They don't see the values. Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing is, like, you know, we joke around about the foot thing. That's a different thing. But I, don't, yeah. I, I think I have some stronger lines on food that I probably would never eat unless yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I would want to try horse. I mm-hmm. would never try elephant. They're way too yeah. smart. Dolphin, I, I wouldn't. Dolphin. See, the thing is, it's fucked up, is I would try probably anything and everything, as long mm-hmm. as it was ethically done. Or I just didn't know the story. Yeah, yeah. and then they were like, haha, this is what it is, and you're like, dang it, and then now you have a yeah. story. Well, that's like when uh, my coworker ate dog, he was like, I was just eating, and they were like, they're, he was like, what is this? It's so good. And they're like, dog. And he's like, I'm not my man's best friend. <laughs> he literally, to this day, is like, my man's best friend is in my stomach. I feel like I've been served cat. I don't want to say from where because it's very close by here and I don't want to trash any names if I was wrong. Tell us after. I I had food from there. Like I went and picked it up and brought it home. Mm -hmm. And I started eating it. I'm like, this is not chicken for sure. Like this is a, I've had, I'm a big chicken guy. I love chicken. Mm -hmm. I ate like three bites. I'm like, this is not chicken. And like I started doing some research and like, like, There's some this? like you know jokes that get made about certain food being cat, and like <laughs> I'm not shitting you. When I looked up stuff on Reddit, people said that what I ate was either probably mouse or cat. <gasps> you know, both of those are not good options. No. <laughs> but the question is, is did it taste good? No, absolutely not. Okay. Awful. Oh well, then yeah, you have I, your answers. People. I was I was I I ate the three bites and I was so mad. So I was like, I don't know. I have pictures of like what it looked like because I was like, this doesn't even look like chicken. Like, they served you. Yeah. I feel like I'd feel sad if I ate anything feline though. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like anything like tiger, cat, or like yeah. anything feline. I feel like I just cry a I little. I wouldn't pet all my cats. I'm so sorry. I'll never do this to you. He's crying, just tears, tears. His dad was in the Marine Corps for a really long time, and he doesn't eat, like, like he'll eat, like, a hamburger, or he'll eat, like, you know, I I can't think of any other beef things that he really eats. He doesn't like steak or, like, really any, like, darker meats, really. And a lot of, and he overcooks everything. (laughs) But, um... A lot of it is because of, like, he's had a lot of weird meats, and, like, he was stationed in a lot of, like, Asian countries for a long time. Oh. And he was like, yeah, uh, my PTSD comes in with, like, the, like, meats and, like, some of, like, the, like, beef, like, dark beef and stuff like that. But also, okay. like, the amount of, like, weird meats he's been offered, uh, it was too many, so now oh, he's I'm just sure. kind of, like, off a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So... I don't blame him. Well, that makes sense, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'd probably do the same thing. So, uh, Honey Sasquatch a, had a funny joke. He said, so for a cannibal would be ICU just a, like a version of a grocery store? <laughs> I mean, technically, I guess yeah. if people are willing <laughs> yeah. to sell their body parts, and it's yeah. technically not illegal if it's consensual... Well then, it is illegal if you sell or buy. So if it is a gift, then it's fine. What if it's like one of those like gifts, and then you give them like some gift cards under the table? Like it's like oh, like you gave me a gift of your leg, so here's a gift back of like some gift cards that I just had laying around. Yeah, it would technically be illegal, but very hard to prove. Yeah, unless one of you confess. You want to know what's weird? Is I think they still have this pulled up on this. <laughs> Me and Forrest were looking for random things to buy for the office at some point, Ooh, and uh, we came across Amazon. Let's I can remember you pulling this up one time. Is it the phone? Yeah. Okay, that's what I you thought. Can, there was a time period, and this is how I know that I think, or this is why I think it's real, is it's no longer on there. <laughs> oh, it's not? No. Well, there's, like, places... Um, that you can like ethically buy like human leather and like like skulls and stuff. There's this lady I follow on TikTok who that's literally she has a bunch of like different human leather. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you send us a link to that? I think so. I think so because <laughs> I was like, that sounds very familiar. Because like human leather. I, I don't know how legal it is in the U.S., but in other countries you can buy and sell human leather. Yeah. But you have to like know where it came from and like know some i don't know there's like things about it that you have to know and then also like there has to be like a you... system that you have to follow to be able to do it yeah, yeah. well and i yeah. was watching like um this guy that owns like an oddities store or something and he has several like human specimens like skulls and like organs and fetuses cool. <laughs> one of the most popular things involving that type of or I guess you'd say is the original Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Where it had actual skeletons. Yeah, they had real skeletons uh-huh. and stuff. I wonder if they still have it. What's up, Carson? I think What's they up? took it out because they were like, hmm, bad publicity. Yeah. Bad publicity. People, people wouldn't know. I mean, they I mean I've eventually. been on that ride lots of yeah, times. Same, same. And I can tell you that I would not know if like, any wow. of those skulls were real or not real. What's there now looks real. So. Yeah, so I mean. Yeah, well, and like, I mean, on. I've never. And I feel like for me to tell whether it's real or fake, I would have to hold it and compare and know which one was which. Right. Yeah. But I have to, I've never yeah. held a human skull. I'd have to have like the knowledge before. But I mean, mm-hmm. like, um, like, like, um, 
medical like schools, like most of the time the skeletons are real because are real. people donate their bodies to science. And then mm-hmm. you had, like for me, if like my body got donated to science and there was like, they were like, I would say use a doll or burn me. Don't burn me with alive. If you could sell your skull, like pre, like if you could consent for when you die to have your skull donated to Disney World on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, would you do it? I have one hundred and ten percent. I would love that. They can send it to any of the Disneylands across the world. As long as it's a picture next to you, so people know. R.I.P. Holly. Actually, Holly, it's like a, a skeleton, but dressed up like Holly. Yeah. That would that honestly be so, so cool. cool. That would be so dope. <laughs> they could even do that in like, um, I was talking to Wes on our true crime podcast of the, there's like this like, oh, what's it called? Like um, museum of like death or like museum mm. of weird things. I want to go there so bad, dude. Yeah, well, they had a really weird, like, setup for the Heaven's Gate people. Like, they had, like, clothes and, like, the That's bunker, weird. like, the bunk beds from the actual place. Like, they took the clothes off the dead bodies and had it donated to, like, them. And they, like, had the actual clothes people died in in Ooh. Heaven's Gate. So, I feel like that would be a great place for me to go. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. I've yeah. decided, because yeah. if you guys don't know the Heaven's Gate, like, we won't get into it, but... When they yeah, did the mass, the yeah, watch the podcast. When we when they did the mass suicide, they all wear the same clothes. Yeah, and one of the things is a pair of Nikes, and yes. you can buy those original Nikes on eBay. What? So I'm trying to get a pair. They're like five thousand dollars. I'm gonna steeze around in some fucking mass suicide sneakers. Yeah. Well, because um, <laughs> because they uh, because they Nike discontinued that type of shoe as soon as that happened because they were yeah. like. Oh, oh god but like some people like mass bought them so they can resell them out like yeah. out and they're just like simple black and white they're like actually kind of really nice looking yeah. nikes mm. but like the, the the styles discontinued obviously because it's correlated with the mm. the cult but yeah you can buy a pair of them like mint condition for five thousand dollars honestly yeah. i'd be yeah. i'd be totally about that one of my favorite videos is where he goes he's like i don't want to be cremated I want to be bones for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my favorite. I, like, literally, I think about it all the time for some reason. Because I'm like, honestly, yeah, that does sound nice. <laughs> just so then you can also, you can donate your bones to, like, whatever. Look how fresh you know? those are. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah, you know, those are pretty just, nice. Yeah, they're pretty cool. It's a little thick on the bottom. Yeah. yeah. They gave me different, Make them real like, nice and tall. Well, they gave me, like, DC vibes, especially with the lip being so thick. Yeah. yeah. And then DC yeah. shoes. They scream I mean, this, 90s for sure. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. Because that happened at the end of the 90s. I, like I bet how... you there's dads still wearing those in their khaki shorts when they mow the lawns. Oh, no, big facts, big facts. I think it's hilarious that they're like, you know what? We're going to all die. And then all of a sudden just kind of like they're like you know what we need to wear our nikes yeah. oh yeah you gotta look fresh gotta look <laughs> fresh for death <laughs> well this heard like the um conspiracy like with body worlds and like how some of the body worlds exhibits like had like bullet holes and stuff no. so like they had to stop doing body worlds because some of them were not ethically sourced <gasps> oh Ooh, I, I mean conspiracy. i can't I, I, <laughs> I'm the Aquarius in the room, in case you're wondering. <laughs> 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 the 
there's nothing wrong with DCs. The shoes just look no. It just has the look DC vibes. Yeah, it just know? has the look of them. There's nothing wrong with the shoes. It just has thick. the thick, the thick tongues. That's what I like associate yeah, because I also look. wore hella DCs. Oh, most of my childhood. Oh yeah, that was a cool thing. I that liked was that my with like shit. the chunky laces. Like oh. I had like neon green laces to go with mine. I remember my life changed when I went to the. What was the BMX motocross thing they used oh. to do downtown? <laughs> yeah. Um, what is it called? I can't remember the name. I can't remember. It, like, closed all of, like, four or five streets downtown. Yeah. And they gave me, like, orange laces, and I thought I was hot shit. That's and then I went to school the next, like, Monday, and then everyone had those orange laces. I'm like... Damn it. Screw you guys. You're like, I thought my laces cool. were original. This was an artistic <laughs> expression. <sighs> Should I continue on the... Yes. 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 To get back. The, so, so then we can get back on track. Where were we at? So we were we basically were talking about the synopsis and yeah. like the characters. So Starling hired to work on not necessarily hired, but they kind of like recruited they her recruited to work on her, this. Yeah. She's been kind of in contact with Hannibal Lecter, and during the time, I think it's really cool how they go through. You get to see kind of Buffalo Bill's side, mm-hmm. and he kidnaps this girl named Catherine Martin, who actually ends up being the daughter of this really the senator, the, I think. Yeah, the senator of like that state, and so it's kind of very big news because they have like this whole protocol in place just in case it's like any people from her family gets kidnapped or anything for ransom and then they also go through Catherine being kidnapped and her yeah. realizing that she's been kidnapped by buffalo bill and trying to escape yeah. and so during all this time she's stuck in this well she wakes up at first she has to go through i realize Catherine is like really smart oh Catherine is the shit yeah she's, she's really awesome. smart and a bad bitch. Yeah, no, honestly. Can't kill bad her. Bad bitch. Can't kill her. Didn't kill her. <laughs> spoiler. Yeah. Sorry. I, I think one of the it's interesting parts about, like, Buffalo Bill's character and why it's so... Why this book, like, if you didn't know that it was fiction, you might question if it is or isn't, mm-hmm. is that he did things that a lot of serial killers in real life do, which are calling cards. Yeah. And his calling card was to shove moths or different things into (laughs) (laughs) you know into (laughs) the throats of his victims Mm -hmm. and that actually ended up being the downfall of buffalo bill yeah Yeah. well because um because buffalo bill's whole thing was is he collected these um he got really into like bugs and like moths and butterflies and like the idea of transforming and having like your cocoon and kind of be transforming into this beautiful thing which is mm-hmm. like his thing is like why he wanted to be a woman and like why he wanted the skin suit is because then it was like his transformation into being able to be a woman which um like that's why with the moth he put the moth in all the girls throats mainly as like a symbolic thing as being like you're like my cocoon yeah you're the start of my, my cocoon so mm-hmm. he always put like the things in there yeah. Like, like deep in their throats and that was like their call, his calling card and then the, it was just dumb because he used an exotic moth that you can't get in the United States and they also can't breed in captivity as well so you have to keep buying them in the chrysalises right. for yeah. them to actually like and so it kind of like slowly made their way I mean they didn't Can officially find breed them uh, he wasn't able to breathe. In the book, they say that they're not able to, while they're they're also in contact with people at the what, Smithsonian? Which like is where the unsung hero comes into the yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And basically, they're like, yeah, they can't breed in captivity, so it will be good to narrow down people who have been either illegally transporting them or... Buying them off Buying people. them somewhere. Because, like, because um, you can buy them moths. Because, like, it's, I mean, it's a moth, and they don't have as much of a trade. And also, if you're, like, cap- having them in captivity. Because, like, mm-hmm. I have an actual death head hawk moth mm-hmm. um, in the thing. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring it, but then I was like, if they got damaged, I would legitimately cry. Um, but, like, with the, like, death head hawk moth, they're really interesting, and they're really, like, very beautiful things, which also mine, um, the skull looks like a stormtrooper, so it's, like, extra me. That's pretty dope. It is pretty dope, but, um, with those moths, you can, like, really, like, tell. I'm really getting into the moths. Let's, let's change, because I'm like, there's so many cool things I can talk about. Well, like, you have away. one tattoo, don't you? I do yeah. have a tattoo on my back shoulder. Back. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it, everybody. <laughs> but, I mean, the Deadhead Hawk Moth was basically the way that he got caught because Starling wasn't even planning on going to see him. She was actually going to follow up on a lead from his first killing and was going to yeah. see this lady who used to work at, like, this sewing store. Yeah. And, but she went to her house and everything, and that's actually where Buffalo Bill lived and kept all of his victims. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she shows up just to ask some questions. And he opens the door and he's like, oh yeah. And she's kind of like, oh, weird. And then he turns around and she sees a death head hawk moth like crawl out of his robe and like onto his back. And she's like, it's, that's a, it's probably one of the best moments in the book because of how, like, if you're in that, if you're like, I'm sure a lot of people when you read, right, you like visualize it, right? And that moment where she notices who it is. Mm -hmm. And then he also is like, she knows. Yeah, because it, like, flies by, and then the moment that she doesn't, like, look at the moth, she doesn't, like, notice it because she's, like, trying to be, like, I don't see it. He realizes that she knows what it means. Yeah. Because she's obviously a police officer, and that's how she introduced herself. Right. Yeah. He's, like, I'll go get you a phone. Yeah, just books it. <laughs> books it downstairs. I like to think he Naruto ran out of that room. <laughs> he probably he did. Absolutely. Yeah, he did. Yeah, straight up. Just like yelling, precious. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, <laughs> so before that moment happened, right, we have to talk about the unsung hero at the Smithsonian. Oh, yes. Who was such a simp that he worked so hard for Sterling yeah. to figure out what that moth was. And that's what we about. It well, gives simps, you know. Gives you know? simps some pride. Yeah. Well, because um, that's what's crazy about, like, the difference between the book and the movie is because I feel like in the movie they kind of already knew it was the Deathhead Hawk Moth at the beginning. Yeah. The way they cut the chrysalis. But um, because it was in the girl's throat and she was in the river for so long and it was so decayed that the first time they did it, they gave her, like, an initial moth that I even have it written down. Check out about moth because they didn't have the right moth yeah. when they first checked it out mm-hmm. and then this simp shout out to our simps out there was like oh hey just so you know it's simps. actually this kind of moth and right. like it looks like this mm-hmm. when it's fully grown and she's like oh okay and that's how she was able to tell yeah. from the be- like afterwards like the moth yeah. which is like crazy but like yeah so that's the difference between like the book and the movie is that they had like they actually had to like take mm-hmm. time because it was so decayed and so slimy that they had to like if they wanted mm-hmm. to preserve it right and make sure it was like taken care of also my question is what do they do with the moth afterwards because like that's like a pretty big like like if you're weirdly into true crime and you want to buy like the fucked up shit like that would be like a really good fucked up like 
I bet you they like in my mind it was like freeze dried. I don't know um, what they do with moths. They probably kept it. I'm pretty sure what they do to evidence. Yeah, Yeah. they would definitely keep it. Hunting Sasquatch, you'll have to let us know how to like properly do moths. But I think what you have to do is like keep them in like the freezer, so then they like kind of harden before you can like um, do it. Only because um the um a girl on Facebook was sad because her power went out and she had a ton of bugs in her fridge and freezer that she was planning on mounting. But they, since the power went out and they all defrosted, they just turned into mush. Oh, mm. sad days. So she wasn't able to, like, properly mount them and let them air dry so they're, like, pristine. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's what they have to do. So maybe, like, they got them all kind of, like, laid it out and then, like, freezed it. I don't know. Mm. However they um, do tax it, like, they do the taxidermy for, like, insects. But I think you yeah. have to, like, have them be pretty solid so you can do it. You have to be, like, pretty mm-hmm. good specimen. You freeze oh, dry them. I literally just guessed. Perfect. <laughs> With the freeze dry. Um, and then Look at that. A, re- a form of resin to preserve it. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So oh, prior yeah. to Sterling getting to the situation where she knocked a random door, yeah. um, there was a buildup to it. So Hannibal, Hannibal liked liked Sterling a lot, but we really don't understand why. Yeah. Like they don't give you a lot of input on why, and I think it's because she. <laughs> in a weird roundabout way has characteristics like him Mm -hmm. and she's very she's more intelligent than she gets credit for and she's more like dead response kind of like how he is yeah in a way and i think that that might have been why he liked her so much he saw something in her like that he sees in himself which Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. scary but he gave a lot of clues to her that throughout the whole book really he knew exactly who it was because buffalo bill was a patient was a patient of hannibal lecter Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's why they always want to use him for so many things but he never agreed yep and then starling comes in and he's like let me give you all these hints i think it was more of like um because like in a weird way i think hannibal kind of just wants friends because um in the tv show um will graham he, like, befriends and, like, has this, like, bonding moment with Will Graham's, like, helping Will keep his sanity, only mm-hmm. to then, like, double time, but then, like, no, double time like... again, because he, like, basically blamed, like, got Will caught because he fed Will human remains, and that's how he was known as, the, like, the Chesapeake Breaker, when it's, like, obviously Hannibal fed him, and Will Graham's, like, you fed me that fucking ear, of the victim, and that's why I got caught. But, like, he's trying to play it off cool. But, like, even when Will Grams gets released and, like, freed, Hannibal's like, so you're not trying to kill me anymore. Um, Want to hang out and continue? And then they, like, start their sessions again, like, therapy sessions again. Because Will's like, I'm going to catch you. And Hannibal's like, no, you're not, no. silly. Let's just be friends. Let's just be buddies. Like, he's my junior. I definitely feel like there's, like, a lot of, like, symbolism, mm-hmm. like, throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But maybe, like, because, I mean, like, if he was a psychiatrist and a surgeon at some point, like, he obviously, like, had compassion at some point. Like, you don't just become those to be a serial Like, you don't become a surgeon and go through all of that time to be a serial killer. Like, you're not, you don't go through, like, that kind of buildup to, like, just fucking kill people. You don't do yeah. that. That's, yeah. but, I mean, like, that's crazy, but, like, serial killers are crazy, but, like, they don't, no one would do that. <laughs> like, that's, it requires so much time and effort when you could just go out and kill someone right now. 
But I would think that possibly maybe there's something like he like she reminds him of someone that he knew or like there had to have oh. been a switch at some point. Hunting Sasquatch actually just said there was a theory stating that Starling reminded Hannibal of a close family member and he felt close to them and then Buffalo Bill wanted to look and be a powerful woman like Starling. Mm-hmm. So that was his fascination with her. Oh, they're all fan theories. Right. Well, I just, I feel like there at some point had to have been, like, um, an event in his life that, like, triggered a switch. So maybe Starling Mm -hmm. reminded him Mm -hmm. of someone maybe he had lost, like, maybe a child or a sister or someone that was close to him. I think I know the theory. That, um, maybe that reminded him, like, oh, one time I was, like, a compassionate guy and I didn't fucking kill people. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, if I remember correctly, they bring it up in Hannibal. I think it had to do with he was really, really close with this woman psychiatrist because for some reason he stopped being a surgeon and switched to psychiatry. And this woman either had, like, a crazy ex-boyfriend or ex-husband who, like, beat her and was, like, awful to her and, like, to the point where she was about to die and Hannibal stepped in and killed him. And then they had, like, this connection where he was like, she's like, I can't be your therapist anymore because I know what you're capable of, but you did it to protect me. And I think that was the trigger that started him on his path to be, because he had to get rid of the body and things like that. I think if I remember correctly, because then the therapist, like, mid-season two was also like, I know you're the Chesapeake Ripper, but you're never going to find me again and just goes into hiding. Because she's like, I'm not going to tattle on you because I know what's going to happen to me. But... I'll let you keep doing your thing, but you can't see me anymore. And, like, disappears. Mm. So I think it has to kind of go back to him protecting someone he cared about. Oh. Well. well. I would just like everyone to be impressed oh. with me. I did not Google this before coming in. <laughs> Jeez, that's even worse. The Nazi collaborators who had killed and eaten his sister. When they were starving during sure. World yeah, War II. If I decided too. to start killing people, that'd be a good reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah. yeah. For sure. I'd be like, well, there was a reason that definitely would be. Also, I do think... I'm gonna just quick shout out to surgeons. Y'all do good work. Shout I respect that. But surgeons are some of the most fucked up people you will mm. ever meet. And you have to be... Because you spend all day cutting people up mm. and, like, fucking with internal organs. And, like, touching the inside of a live human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mindset has to be different. It has to, especially because a lot of people do die. And you know sometimes it's something you did, sometimes it's something you didn't do, and sometimes it's not at all anything you could have done. Yeah, we all watch Grey's Anatomy, yes or no? I think surgery, though, I feel like like people who become surgeons usually come from like a place of like compassion, but there's like a level of like dissociation rather than like, like I'm kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, definitely I feel like there's a big change like when you actually have to start like yeah. at one point I wanted to be a surgeon and I was very ambitious at that time <laughs> and I went yeah. to a cadaver lab as part of like you know like the high school project thing and it didn't freak me out that much but <laughs> I, I, I mean we're not going to get into my background but um <laughs> I've seen a lot of fucked up shit before 
Um, but a lot of, like, people who were, like, diehard, like, oh, I am going to do this. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a surgeon. And then when we walk into the cadaver lab, we're like, no. Yeah. Nope, like, I cannot mm-hmm. do anything. Do I Because they literally, <laughs> I don't know, like, how many high school kids visit the cadaver labs, like, per day or, like, how often. They did not have anything covered when we walked in. So there was literally just, like, bodies and parts of bodies, like, around in the room when we walked in. And I was Damn. like, whoa, okay. Hey there. It's crazy you, you experienced that because I imagine there will be something you'll never forget, right? Because it's just, like. I will never forget it. Yeah. They And they, like, hand you stuff and have you hold it. And, like, uh, they had, like, I mean, most of them are, like, older people. So, like, you know, like, the skin's not tight and stuff. Well, also because they're dead. But, yeah. Yeah. like, they literally, like, handed me, like, the pelvis of a woman. And you can, like, see down in it. And then, like, like I was just holding it. And I was like... You're like, um, like, okay. Like, they, like, had us all hold a heart, and we all had to hold, like, the intestine track, and they took a picture of us all in a line <laughs> holding the intestine track. Oh, That's my God. Because that shit's long. Yeah. Top five experiences I've ever had in my life, oh, but yeah. uh, wild. What I imagine, too, like, once you get into college, right, they, they probably do a very good job of desensitizing you. Yeah, absolutely. You know? You, yeah. They have to, right? Because when you get in there the first time, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you don't touch stuff. You're learning from someone who's doing it. But once you get in there, you don't want to freeze up and start the cat, you know, and then, like, yeah. cut some shit up. Because I know there's some people who, like, you know, when they see stuff like that, they don't know that it's going to mess them up until, like, they're actually, like, in the process of doing it. And then there are people who will just, like, just paint. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, in high stress situations where they need to be saving someone's life that won't cut it watching mm-hmm. videos never does justice until you see something in person mm-hmm. you're like oh that's way different yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. way different yeah. we're not necessarily singling out surgeons it's just we, we were talking about oh yeah surgeons at the time but yeah no there's a lot of a medical lot of professions not even necessarily medical professions that i mean would require like desensitization of stuff like that even like hunting stuff. I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know. I get sad, that. like, killing a fucking fish and cutting raw chicken. I don't, no, I've never I don't even like doing that. It freaks me out, touching raw chicken. And, like, I grew up, um, half of my family is, like, real redneck. And so I've definitely just kind of, I've been there when we're just, like, like, my great uncle uncle was like one of the original trappers mm. and everything and so he was like 99 years old still blind and deaf i don't know how he did this takes out his little hunting knife they killed a bear and so they had this bear and they were trying to skin it and it was taking him a while and he takes out this little baby hunting knife and just comes out like waddles on out and just goes and gets it done in like 15 minutes it's insane. It is crazy though. Well, and it's also like it's probably like at that point just muscle memory because there's actually like uh, I was watching like this cool TikTok of this like blind woodworker. Oh, oh I yeah. Saw that one. Yeah. So like there's like like just having that muscle memory to be mm-hmm. able to do it is like I guess like why he's still able to do it, especially because if he was one of the original trappers. Yeah. Trapping. 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 But trapping. Original <laughs> trapping. Um. Then he would probably just yeah he would just have that muscle memory forever at that point because it's like. You just do. I mean, like, that's how, like, I mean, like, crocheting and cross-stitching, like, and all that stuff. It's just, like, a muscle memory. It's, like, I don't need to even think about it. I'm just doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's wild. I have a crocheted gift for one of the other people back there that Bieber did. Ooh-hoo! Ooh. A little dinosaur. Oh, oh so cute. Yeah. 
Bieber, I love you. <laughs> Shouts out. Shouts out, Bieber. All right, so book wise, what would you say your favorite scene is? Ooh. I mean, I know that. I think it's tough to say for me because I think intensity wise probably the scene you know where Sterling walks in with Buffalo Bill and everything just goes to shit Mm -hmm. I think like for me the most like the best subtle scene was when she goes and investigates what's butts like little storage locker yeah storage garage where he finds the head head, because like that whole thing like is so well detailed and so atmospheric like how they explain like all the dust and the mice and all that shit like mm-hmm. you can really put yourself in that moment and be like ooh, it'd be like really claustrophobic now you're getting in this like limousine limousine thing because you see mm-hmm. what looks like a body in there but you don't know and then you just find a head yeah <laughs> like i like how she just kind of like gets in and it's just like oh <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. Very... all right <laughs> i like that she didn't take anyone with her yeah. yeah, she like, just goes on her own. She's like, yeah, okay, I'll just go find this body. Yeah. Don't FBI yeah. agents have partners for a reason? That's all yeah. I'm saying. They do, but I think in this case, since she was basically just doing, like, recon and research, and then that's how she was able to find Buffalo Bill, is they mm-hmm. thought they had Buffalo Bill at a different location, yeah. and yeah. she literally was just, by chance, just she was yeah. just collecting stuff for their report, so then that way they can have a full story into who Buffalo Bill was, so then they can understand his psychology and his understanding and, like, how, um, like his his history, like, so where he was, where who he's dealing with, why he, like, why the first girl that they've had, like, the throw in why she was found way after the other victims but she was the first one so like why was she kept longer than the other ones so they were trying to figure out the psychology of that girl first and so it was just more of like a recon thing so i think when they have that especially just being it's like almost like sending your intern out to like interview people that you don't want to interview because they're not significant but you need something to make a story fuller yeah she definitely got put on a lot of grunt work she was the grunt work and i think i I think with fbi agents they don't really have like partners when they do grunt work um but like obviously when they're like most of the time they have partners but i think in this case it was just Front work, so they were just like, we'll send this little intern out. What's interesting is getting into the second book, the Hannibal book, um, it talks a little bit more about the politics behind her doing this, and she still, she made a lot of enemies because of how she did it, which is oh. interesting, like, and you can kind of see it, right, when she goes mm-hmm. and investigates um, Martin's apartment, and then her mom shows up. Mom's pissed. And her mom, because her, they, she finds those pictures, which were they labeled it as like sex pictures, but I don't yeah. really know. I think it was just kind it's of like, like costumes, nudes, well, they were like, nudes, stuff it, like that. It's something you would take with a significant other. Yeah, yeah. they were and just like little in your things. Closet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and because like wasn't there like like sex pictures too? Like of yeah. them like fucking. No, yeah, that's exactly what it, yeah. it was. Basically, just kind of like they just took intimate pictures together, like as a couple, yeah. and she yeah. had it in her closet, and she found it, and she's like, and there was like a bunch of like different ones and stuff like that, and that's why she yeah. was like these seem to be somewhat recent these might be yeah and the, abuse and the political you saw a little bit into the political stuff where the mom was like put those away yeah. and get the fuck out yeah and she's like yeah i can't do that because the the deputy on like the thing was like oh well they already did their re- like the fbi already did like the th- search through like you don't really need to do it. and she's like well i just want to like look for my report to do it and they were like she, the deputy's like well you're an fbi soon to be i guess i'll let you do it and then the mom came in and was like Smoking is like, 
you don't need to be here. It's like, you are you just like, apartment? you're not even an FBI agent yet. You just, you should leave. Which wasn't in the movie, but it was interesting. Well, and then also, too, you can look at the politics of it when um, Sterling is going to see Buffalo Bill in, what was it, Boston? Not Boston, because that's where they were originally at, but wherever. Um, no. Why did I say Ohio? But wherever they, like, wherever Hannibal's like, well, you can take me, but I have to be sent here. Yeah. Like, um, like they were basically like being like, oh, Sterling, why are you even here? Like, right. and then like the fucking psychiatrist, prison person, Chilton, Chilton, <sighs> being like, basically like, you're just here because you're in love with Hannibal and he's manipulated you, mm-hmm. and it's mm. like, oh, she would have just gone. No, somebody. right? Honestly, I thought the honestly the last part. This actually this goes into what my favorite part of the book is and it's at the very end whereas Hannibal Lecter is kind of like writing that like letter to everybody you know mm. and he kind of like it's so funny he like mentions he's like you guys might as well like tattoo like the feeding instructions right on Chilton's forehead because he's too dumb to even like remember anything and then just kind of like and that's when he asks um, Starling he's like have the lamb stop screaming yeah and he's like I would like he's like you still owe me a personal question yeah he's like I want you in the world I'll collect on that eventually, but you don't have to worry about me because you're safe, basically. Yeah. yeah. I did Which, think, I think that was one of the best parts of the whole book, too, is the whole idea, like, you get two full stories going yeah. on. Yeah. Because Hannibal, at some point, he gives information, but Sterling and um, what's-his-butt kind of lied to him about what they, what they had offered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Martin came in and was like, no, we'll actually do this, like, if you give me the information. He's like, oh, for sure. But it was all his plan to get in a position where he can escape, and yeah. he did. Well, yeah, and well, and also the um, fuck, I keep forgetting his name. What's the psychiatrist? Name? Chilton. Chilton was like knew what Sterling was doing and wanted to have the credit and like to have the 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 fame yeah. of like letting him be like, I made Hannibal fun. help talk, like. Ha ha ha, Senator, maybe you should give me a promotion. Yeah. Basically literally. Chilton's just in it to like have the publicity and like have like the fame of being able to like first of all harbor Hannibal Lecter and be his like print warden and then on top of that being able to be like I helped make him talk. And then that's when like with like with Sterling going to where they took Hannibal was like she, he was like, you don't need to be here because I actually got it done. Yeah. Like, your little playing of the games wasn't a thing. Even though Chilton basically helped get Hannibal free, which is my favorite part, is talking about how Hannibal, like, killed them, skinned the policeman, wore his face, mm-hmm. be acting as, like, a victim in the police car. And that's when, like, I think Hannibal's such a genius is, like, when... He, you know, obviously was still alive and was pretending to be like the the deputy that was like hurt, and then like killed the people with the in the ambulance, and then drove the ambulance to the airport and parked on the bottom floor, and then just dipped into some random place and was there the whole time. But since he was at the airport, everyone thought he flew somewhere else. Yeah. But he didn't. He was there the whole time, and that's when he wrote the letters and was like. Because he ended up going to um, a plastic surgery place where he used yeah. to. He had um, patients who would go there and everything, and so he knew some of the people there. And so that's why he was like comfortable being there. And also it was somewhere that he could wear a bandage around his face and not be noticed. Yeah. And one of my favorite parts is when literally he's like, 
he's like talking to himself or something and he's like those fools they probably thought that I would fly yeah. <laughs> yeah. no I got all the time in the world yeah. and then he got a fake ID which is you know he had fake social and ID and then yeah. he was able to leave then he was able to leave eventually <sighs> crazy but yeah but then the thing is like also with Hannibal being able to like sneak around so much is that he like so many people owed him favors mm-hmm. because Hannibal knows almost every serial killer in Boston and is able to one cover up for them, two protect them, and three has that favor because they're like, like like one of like the plastic surgeons. He probably like, I know you raped and killed this woman. Yeah. If you don't want anyone says, just let me wear this bandage and don't say anything. Oh, and then he probably like was. People are like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, also, because we know you'll kill me and eat me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's insane, like how just. He thinks through everything. He has and a how, Yeah, and how he was able just to, like, escape so easily. Yeah. Well, and, like, well, that's the thing, too, is, like, when he was in, like, when he was contained, he was stealing slowly but surely little things, so then that way he was doing this. And then, like, when he gave the folder back to Sterling, he kept the paper clip and, like, had, like, a ballpoint pen and, like, had all this random shit that he's been collecting for years and years and years. Like, he's been planning his escape. For years, and like no one even thought to check him and like make sure. Well, it was the tooth thing too. Like yeah, he had filed like, yeah, something down. Tooth. Yeah. With this edge of his bed popped off the fake tooth, hit him in there. Mm-hmm. That's didn't he use that to actually kill? Yeah. The first guy. Yeah, he was able to first kill the first guy because he stole a paperclip to do the handcuffs. Yeah. Which. I don't know why anyone knowing his like backstory, like doubts him for a second yeah. like i would be watching him like a hawk like i would have like people like i'd like when you're like feeding him i wouldn't have like two deputies i'd have like eight deputies just like standing around 24 7 oh, yeah. mm-hmm. all the time like it made no sense to me like how little like i know he was like pretty solid and like kept and like it wasn't like they were lacking but they were still lacking it was lacking it was I think it's weird too that they don't. I mean, maybe they do this in other books, but you don't understand really why he has this uncontrollable urge to just yeah. eat and kill people. Like, because yeah. he'll he'll have a straight conversation and then just immediately like pounce. Because like mm-hmm. they talk about when he killed the nurse, the nurse yeah, and it just was out of nowhere. Bites off her freaking yeah, her nose. And when you get into the next book, you find out that. The main guy who's in it, or like one of the main antagonists, is actually a victim of Hannibal Lecter's. He had like mm-hmm. eight Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter had ate his face. Well, kinda. He made him carve his face off. Hannibal did, and then mm-hmm. made him eat his own face. Anyways, like it's the second book's already more dark and gruesome. Than the than this one. Dang. But it's you never get an idea of why he. Like we know now, like why yeah. he started killing, but why now it's just like uncontrollable. Yeah. Like, it just is like a switch that's just. That he just keeps doing it. That's like it just. just yeah. It reminds me more just when I was talking in the beginning about, um, you know, the co-ed killer and everything like that, mm-hmm. and how. He literally, yeah, he, he, like, had mad mommy issues, and then also, like, 
it's crazy to think that he literally recognized the fact that he's like, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep doing this. Yeah. And so you guys should probably lock me up. Yeah. Well, because didn't he, like, get his mom and then he was like, ah, probably should stop. Now. Yeah, because he started, he started killing, like, the college girls and all that stuff. Yeah. And then he literally, there was this audio that Crime Junkies, shouts out, love y'all, Crime Junkies, um, they have this whole episode on it and oh yeah that just came out yeah and basically they have they have the audio of him doing an interview and in the interview he talked about how um right before he killed his mom and his mom's best friend he goes to pick up more college girls and it's like this girl and he like describes them he's like this girl with like a flower in her hair and this other girl wearing like kind of like this like like granny dress or something like that and he was like and I took them where they needed to go and he's like the thing is is it was so easy that I could have killed them I could have killed them so easily but they were so sweet and like so unknowing of what could have happened he's like so I actually ended up taking them where they needed to go because he ended up doing it just to prove to himself if he would kill again or would not yeah and it was so hard for him but he ended up dropping them off that he was like you know what I just got to kill my mom and her mom's my mom's best friend because this isn't gonna stop. Yeah. So the whole reason he started killing all these girls was because he didn't want to kill his mom. Yeah. So he like completed he, and he was fine. Yeah. I think he hated his mom. Yeah. yeah. But he hated her. Yeah. Well, no. and then like, um, cause like I mean, when we were watching Mindhunters that first couple episodes, they mm-hmm. talk about a lot. Of, like he was like, yeah, once I got my mom, it was pretty decent, and then I knew I was done. And mm-hmm. he like, I knew I needed to be done. Yeah. He was like, I knew I was done, and that's when he like called the police and the police didn't take him seriously at first they were like ha hilarious funny joke and he's like no seriously i like killed my mom and my mom's best friend they're in the apartment right now and i like should probably come pick me up because i mean in the next couple years i'm probably going to do a similar thing realistically my question with him is that he hid his mom's friend's body in the closet Mm -hmm. and like if you're going to call and tattle on yourself why did you hide her body i think he originally like tried to run away and then he just felt guilty. And then he was just kind of like, ooh. <laughs> I just did a bad thing. He could be worse. He could be the BTK killer and basically rat himself out and be like, or, or like, what is it? The floppy disk traceable? And then they're like, no, it's not traceable. And he's like, good. And then sends in a floppy disk with all of his crimes. And they're like, why would you call in asking if this is traceable? <laughs> and then do it soon after. You should have just like, this is traceable. And you could have like you could have like sent like a couple of different floppy disks from like different places. Yeah. Made it like See? normal before. And, like, wow, they're all like, you know, music or, videos like, and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden. I feel it's, like, like it murder. wouldn't be that hard to like get that answer kind of thing. Yeah. Radio Shack before. was a thing, they probably would know. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? I feel like he definitely could have like asked a few people before going to the police and asking them. He could yeah. have asked his victims, like, anyone else. And, yeah, anyway. <laughs> this, do you know if this is traceable? They're like, they're like, dude, I have I no fucking, fucking clue. How much and you let me go? He's like, it's definitely traceable. Bummer. Probably shouldn't do anything with it. Probably should just let me go. Yeah, probably. They're definitely going to catch you. They're going to catch you. I won't. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> What's up, Trumpazala? What's up, Trumpazala? But... That would be a great, like, that's a great opening as a victim of a serial killer to come to you and they're like, hey, is this traceable? You could totally be like, yes, that is, but I know a different way that you could get that shit on. Work me with me with it. 
and then request like, yeah, I need this and this and maybe some alone time. Like, just let me use your laptop for a little bit. I'll make sure. Yeah, Yeah. like, I I was an IT person for years. Like, I know how to do this shit. Like, you definitely could have picked up an IT person and be like, before I murder, like, butchering, like, you know, bonded you. Um, is this traceable? <laughs> let's let's all learn. Um, what's the computer language? JavaScript. No. <laughs> Coding. No, like the zero ones. Binary. Binary code. <laughs> <laughs> let's all learn binary code so that in the event we <laughs> get kidnapped by a serial killer, you're like, don't worry, I was in IT. We can just send messages to each other in binary. <laughs> And then you'll know. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm gonna be the best person to do that too. If I check my phone, okay. it's zero, just like a hundred lines of zeros and ones. But yeah. if you learn it and you know what it says, <laughs> this reminds me, honestly, of one time I wake up in the middle of the night and I see, I see a Facebook message from Allie, <laughs> and it's just a bunch of numbers and letters. That's it. That's it. And I was like. And then I think you texted me afterwards also, remember this. Remember <laughs> And so I woke up and I was like, are you, like, what's going on? Are you okay? You didn't text me for the entire time. And then I get, a, you like call me or something later and you're like, oh, I thought a car was following me and I thought I was going to get kidnapped. And so I sent you <laughs> the license plate number and like stuff like that because I knew that if I like was murdered and kidnapped that you'd be able to find me. <laughs> Something like that. I have a weird thing. I hate it when, like, cars follow me. Because I'm too paranoid of a person for that to be acceptable. So I will drive. I will take a 30-minute, like, detour Detour. Mm -hmm. just so they stop following me. And I have patterns in Bountiful and Salt Lake that are just, like, giant deformed circles that I know if this car makes it all the way through, they're following me. I so know. I will, I have people to call. Well, when did that happen to you? I've been followed before. Yeah. Mm. Like, I've been legit followed. And that was when I always worked at Subway, and I was living in, like, North Salt Lake. Um, I was driving, and, like, the way I normally drive to work is kind of, like, the basic way to go to, like, work on, like, a normal, like, you're going to, like, the freeway, things like that. But it was, like really really snowy and so I leave my house and like I say this red car like kind of like pull out and I was like oh maybe they're on their way to work as well and I didn't think anything of it until I got to like right like the like the the four-way stop right before subway I was like this seems very peculiar that they're like in the far left lane kind of the same area so I flip it on like flip my blinker on like saying I'm going to go left and they flip their blinker on like they were going to go left and so I just kept going straight, and then they stepped go, start going straight. And this is like the dumbest thing I ever did was, and then I pulled into like the where the Barnes and Noble is. I pulled mm. in that parking lot, and it's freaking snowing. And I was like, my car's gonna get stuck. And so I'm like driving, trying to control my car, and like they're following me. And I like even did like a circle, like I did like a, like a like I pulled in to where like the U.S. Bank is. I pull in, do like this. And they're still following me. So then I, like, pull out. 
I jump onto the freeway. They jump onto the freeway, and I'm like, call my dad. I'm like, there is someone definitely following me. I'm on the freeway now from Bountiful to go there. I get off the freeway. They also get off the freeway. And then we go to, like, my house, essentially, and, like, my dad's standing outside in, like, pajamas. <laughs> it was great. It was his Deadpool Christmas pajamas I got. <laughs> That's what I call true. True. And then, like, this guy, I think he was, true. on like, on drugs or something, because, like, he was listening to, like, some, like, AM, like, radical radio and was, like, my dad's, like, why are you following my daughter? And he was, like, looking around like he, like, really didn't understand, and he was, like, why are you here? And then he, like, points to another red car that's, like, three cars down from mine. He's like, I thought that was my friend. And he's like, you need to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to call the cops. Which, fun fact, if you are getting followed, call the cops and tell them where you're going to park and be like, there's a car following me. And then when you pull up, the car, like, the cops will notice that your car's there and then they can pull over the other guys. And then they can get caught. That's Which funny. I didn't realize that until after the fact, because I didn't know what to do, because, like, it's 6.30 in the morning, yeah. I'm trying to open the store, and someone's following me, mm-hmm. and it's like, what do I even do? I don't know, probably still thing. do the same thing that you did. I, I did. Yeah. What I would do, I know, for a variety of reasons, I know where a couple key police stations are in every city that I'm in. And if you notice someone's following you, automatically just drive straight to a police station, park up front, right near the front doors, and then get out and walk in. And they'll be like... Yeah, they will skeet the (laughs) fuck off. They're like, I gotta go. Or if they don't... I mean, we're already there. Yeah, so so it's like, well, might as well. That was the worst... That was the second worst experience I've ever had working at Subway... The first one was when I learned what a San Francisco quail is. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to know what a San Francisco quail is? Well, this old-ass guy comes in, and this is when I was, like, 18, and it was, like, early in the morning, so I still had, like, my hoodie on. So, like, my tattoos were covered. Thank God. He comes in initially, and he's like, oh, can I use your bathroom? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just around the corner, like, doing my thing, working. And, like, he comes out, and he's like, come here. And I was like, yes. And he was like, what color is your hair? And I was like, at the time, it was like purple, but it was definitely like washed out purple. And I was like, oh, well, initially it was supposed to be purple, but now it's pink. And he's like, looks really good. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then he leaves. And then, thank God, these like construction workers that always come in, they were assholes. Fuck you guys. But <laughs> they come in and like I, I help them. They're eating at the table. And the guy comes back in and he was like, hey, so like, do you want to get out of here with me? He's like, what can I do to get you get you out here? And I was like, I literally was like, do you want a sandwich or something? I was like, because I was like, I could tell he was like basically asking me to hook up, but like at the same time, I was like, do you do you want something? Like, do you need like a sandwich? Because he's like, you're not blatant enough that I'm like, no, I'm not gonna sleep with you. Yeah. And like so like he's like, oh yeah, I'll get a sandwich. So I like I start making him a sandwich, and he's like, how old are you by the way? And I was like, 17. I'm just working for school starts. And he's like oh, oh, okay, and, like, kind of, like, backs off, and he's, like, you know, like, what you remind me of, and I was, like, what, and he was, like, a San Francisco quail, and I was, like, okay, and he's, like, do you know what that is, and I was, like, no, I don't know what that is, and he's, like, well, back in San Francisco, like, in, like, the early 50s, 60s, men would pick up young women 
that were underaged all the time, like in parks. And so what the cops did to like sting out the like the like the predators is they would have like a girl like a young girl like sitting on like a park bench and any guy that would come and make an advance towards her like for sex she would like basically like alarm and then the police would grab her. And so she was a San Francisco quail cuz since quails just sit there. Mm-hmm. That's what, and basically it just means jailbait. And he was like and he's then and then at the end he was like so basically jailbait and I was like Okay. You're like, all right. I was like, cool. And he's like, you have a great day. And I was like, mm, I'm not going to have a great day. And I was like, thank God those guys were there because I was alone in the store Ugh. also. And I was like, thank God, one, my tattoos are covered. And two. This would be like you're 18. Yeah. Because like. Nasty shit. Like, I, was oh, like, I don't know. I had tattoos when I was 17. Well, I did too. Oh, I had sure. one on my leg. I, my dad signed off on it. Oh, yeah. But like, I was on my leg, and then like, I had my seahorse, and then this one, and so I had like my hoodie just pulled up just a little bit, so they were still covered. Uh-huh. And so, I think if I had like those two tattoos, he would like know. I was like, anyways. Long story short, that was the second worst. Like that was like one of the worst because I was just very uncomfortable. And then I was like, my coworker is gonna be here in fifteen minutes. Thank God, because I don't know if I can handle being here right now alone for this long. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But yeah, that's what a San Francisco quail is. Jailbait. Hmm. Peep for a while. Disgusting. What's up with old men? Fuck <laughs> old men asking <laughs> some dumbass questions and think someone the other day okay, so we had this like regular guy and he's like said some weird shit to like everyone pretty much. Yeah. He doesn't ever say weird shit to me. And this is guys, don't get dressed up for work. <laughs> <laughs> I look nice outside of work. I don't look good at work and it's because we have a lot of I work, you know, downtown. Yeah. Mm. People are fucking freaky. No. Um, freaky. But the other day, so he's like a regular member that comes in all the time, and like I see him two, three times a week, you know? Yeah. No. Normal. Whatever. He usually tells me about how he sees movies with his sister, or he rents movies now because he used to go to the movies all the time, and now he's not really doing that. So, like, you know, that's his thing. And I asked him, I wrote a check for him or something, and, he, and I asked him, Oh, do you want an envelope? And he was like, Yeah, I always want an envelope. I have an envelope fetish. And, so like, he weird. was trying to be funny, and I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh. I was just like, <laughs> Okay. Oh, like, and weird. I, like, handed him the envelope, and he was like, <laughs> And I was like, Like, I'm. I'm you're like, literally? Sorry. And my manager was standing, like, at the computer next to me, and she was like, What the fuck? What? <laughs> like, oh, do you me. have a thing? So, because, like, I had this thing when I worked in like any type of customer service where you have regulars where like you get so many pieces of different regulars that you almost like start having this weird connection with them that you don't want. Yes. But yes. it's forced mm-hmm. upon you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Any um, food and cuss yes. Yeah. Now so I work at a bank and um first of all, when I started working there I didn't know that banks had regulars because that seems like such a weird concept yeah. to me yeah um but it's actually like we have a, a lot and we have this one woman who um no one used to like and i don't like i don't know why no one liked her supposedly she like yelled at someone at some point but i wasn't there for that and like no one liked her after that and they were just always like really mean to her Aww. and so i started like i was nice to her yeah and she's like not homeless but like I know she makes me really sad actually oh, when is I see this her. I think it is. Yeah, it's the coat lady. Yeah. Okay, so they used to work downtown near where I work currently. 
and mm-hmm. where you are around a lot. Yeah, I live like yeah. a couple <laughs> blocks right right from there. Yeah. So were... like probably a lot of the homeless people that I see all the time, you probably see all the time, and they used to see all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. guy. Oh, blanket yeah. guy. Blanket I haven't guy. seen him a lot recently. It's a little hot outside though, so maybe he wears a cloak now. He used I... to come in all the time and ask for the free samples because we'd have free samples up there and all that stuff, and he would like pick them up and then put them back down onto the plate onto the sample plate and so we had to stop putting out free samples because people would like pick them up with their bare hands and then just like put them back and we're like you can't do that or they would eat all the free samples yeah but mostly we would get a lot of homeless people eating the free samples so then Allie's like no more we're like all right (laughs) yeah it just I mean it was yeah anyway so we have a lot of the same people we see and she's not homeless but like she's her family is pretty much like forgotten about her and like she only has like mm-hmm. her brother and one of her kids that like visits her like once in a blue moon to take her to lunch <laughs> or something yeah but she just comes in to get cash from me right like she doesn't use a debit card she doesn't use like checks or anything she comes in she gets cash and she leaves and i see her like two or three times a week right well i started being nice to her just because i'm a regular person yeah yeah and <laughs> Now, I'm, like, her favorite, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so she comes to me, and she doesn't really say anything. She gives me her ID every single time, and I'm like, I know who you are, and your ID's expired. Like, okay. <laughs> you're like, you're trying, <laughs> Go ahead and but... give it to me, but, like, I'm not going to use it. I, yeah. I know who you are, and I know what you're, like, you know. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and then she, like, fell and, like, hit her head one time. Like, really bad, and she had, like, a massive, like, gash on the back of her head. Oh. And she, like, she was, like, acting weird, and I was like, are you okay? Did you have a good weekend? And she was like, no, I actually fell, and I hurt my head really bad. And she turned around, and, like, this huge gash on the back of her head, and I was like, did you go, did you go to the hospital? And she was like, oh, yeah, like, they said it's fine, so I've just been trying to cover it with my hair, but. Oh, my God. And so that happened, and I was like what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then a couple, like, weeks later, I was talking to her. Like, she just came in and I was doing her usual, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah. you just bought, like, $60? And she's like, yeah. And then she start, was, like, looking at me where she's like, I had a dream about you last night. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, cool. And she was like, do you want to know what it was about? And I was like, um, I'm actually just about to go on my lunch break, but maybe another time. So you didn't find out what she dreamt about? No, I don't want to know. <laughs> I would want to know. I'm the person who, like, if someone I tells would, me that they've oh, dreamt yeah. about me, I'm like, tell me everything. She, I want to know it all. She gets really, like, nervous, which, I don't know. She, like, is nervous when she's talking to anyone. Uh-huh. But then, like, she starts, like, laughing during our conversations. And I don't think she's doing drugs. So it's literally, she's just, like, this weird old lady. Yeah. I, I've always, like, I've never had a problem with, like, being the guy like people talk to about shit like when I've worked and whatnot but there's sometimes where it gets a little out of control like so there was this gentleman who I won't I remember his name I won't say it um and I worked a a fast food chain-esque and uh there would be times where like we would be able to give free food Mm -hmm. whether we have extra because something got messed up or whatever it was this guy came in with his daughter and like I'm guessing one of his buddies or whatever, and they had ordered one pizza. And I'm like, hey, do you guys want two more for free? And like, they were ecstatic, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, 
they walk out, and then the friend comes in. He's like, I just want to let you know you just changed this whole guy's week. Like, he's down in the gutters. He's out there crying. Like, you did. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks, man. Like, and I was like, eh, no. <laughs> And he started coming back every week, but he would, like, order his pizza. And where we worked, I'm sure if you guys remember it, there would be, like, the front desk is here. And then you would make the food over here, but it's close enough that, like, you can still see. Oh, yeah. And he would sit there for, like, the whole 20-minute process and tell me how shitty his life is and how depressed he is and all this stuff. And, like, I'd be, like, making pe- like food and, you know, he'd be like, oh, like, this is happening. My wife, my ex, we're getting divorced. Like, I'm all this type of stuff. And then, like, this went on for maybe a couple months. And he came in, same thing, talking about how depressed he is. He's like, yeah, man, I think I'm going to call it. Like, I think I'm done. Like, put the put the food down. I come over and I'm like, listen, man, I don't mind listening to you talk. You need to get help. Like, you need to go somewhere. Like, I'm not your therapist. I can't give yeah. you the help that you need. You need to go somewhere and get help. And he, like, breaks down and, like, starts crying in the middle of a you know, like around like six o'clock too. It's busy as fuck. Like, <laughs> You're just I don't. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, trying to work, I'm trying right to work and like I'm stressed out because it's busy and I'm trying to keep ahead of it. And this guy's breaking down, like he like slumped onto like the little bench area and he's just sobbing. And I'm like, oh my god, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> so I handed him his food. And he's like. I'll make sure not to ever come back. And I'm like, oh, not like, I'm like dude, like, you don't get it. And like, like, I went I outside and talked to him for like 30 minutes. I'm like, listen, I'm not, I'm not mad you come in and talk yeah. to me, but like, you got to realize, like, if you want to talk work. outside of work, you, like, you can call me. That's fine. But like, I can't, I can't do this at work every single week. I'm like, it's like affecting my work. Like, you, you know, I, like I'm gonna get in trouble eventually you know, yeah, you're like, for I wasting keep this job. 30, and 40 minutes of my day trying to help you. With thankfully, the story is a happy one. He ended up getting help. Oh, he nice. got therapy. Um, and he called me like a month or two after because I gave him my number. And he's like, hey, sorry I was in a bad spot. Like, he apologized for being, you know, a little over the top. And he's like, I got some help. Life's great. Got a job, all this type of stuff. And he's like, I just want to thank you. And again, sorry or whatever. And he never came in again. But stuff like that is. Like that happened like a regularly, and it just so. I've never been the type of person like until I get to know someone. I never go somewhere and be like, okay, man. Oh, man, my life's shitty. I feel like I'm done. Like just yeah, to a stranger, yeah. like just you're you're burdening though. a stranger so much. Ooh, you, know? You, know what, you know what that reminds me of is um, one time. <laughs> We threw this Halloween party. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> no, oh my it god. was. I was really the, sad that this happened at house. this Halloween party because it was such a baller Halloween party. We spent so, so much cool. time and so much money, so much time also, and so much hello. money hello. making this hello. fucking Halloween party so good. Definitely best Halloween party we've ever thrown. I think we, we made Jello shot skulls. Oh, we, no, Jello shot brains. Oh yeah, Jello shot brains. Brains, brains and balls. Like, that was a dope ass party. I it was. We had like all these lights and decorations. We spent Everyone dressed so up. So much time and love in that party. It was such a good time. We made some jungle juice that we put dry ice. Like we went all yeah. fucking out. Yeah, we, we love Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, we had this mummy dogs. Mm-hmm. It was a baller party, honestly. But 
fucking this guy. Fucking this guy. Someone, okay, well, I know who it was, but someone invited this guy that she met from DoorDash. Oh he, he had come to the door, and she was like, hey, you're pretty cool. You want to go to this party on Saturday? And yeah. he was like, yeah. fuck yeah, I want to go to this party. And she was like, it's going to be really dope. And we were like, yes, it is. It's going to be a real dope party, right? So we didn't really have, like, any, like, restrictions really on, like, who people could invite or not. And no, because like, it was also her house, too, so she was, like, allowed yeah. to invite anybody, but, like, at the same yeah. time, mm-hmm. why would you invite your DoorDasher you've seen a few times just because yeah. it seemed cool? Yeah, exactly. Yes, well, yeah. and the thing is, like, I, I'm just, like, <laughs> I will never, ever, because of this experience, ever trust anyone that oh, I've literally. ordered food from or uh, any other, like, there's just, like... Mm-hmm. There's no quality control, guys. Uh, no. <laughs> Absolutely none. And this guy freaking comes to our party, and we're just like, oh, whatever, like this random guy. Like, there were a couple other duds there, not going to lie. But <laughs> yeah. they, they said some weird-ass shit about rim jobs. Yeah, rim jobs. <laughs> He's like, who doesn't love a rim job? And everyone was like. No. It was just, like, silence. It was literally me and all the boys downstairs, and they said that, and all of, like, our boys in the room were like, fuck no. <laughs> and he was like, no, like, it's normal, right? And he's, like, telling his friend, he's like, yeah, right? And he's like, And his friend was no. like, what? <laughs> Do you think he went home, like, scything? Do you think he went home and he looked in the mirror and he's like, what's wrong with me? What is wrong well, he tried to defend himself so hard. <laughs> he got his rim job. And I was just sitting there and I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> I don't know if he, like, he, like, smoked some weed or something, and he obviously he, couldn't handle himself on drugs. Yeah. It he, was one of those situations where I feel like he was just like, oh, I'm here at this party, I'm gonna try to be cool, Yeah, and smoke and weed with these guys. It, it makes me wonder if he had ever done it before. I don't think he did because, because of how he reacted. No, he was yeah. a regular weed smoker, that's the thing. Oh, he had regular stuff on him, and after his whole freakout, he apparently, like, texted Ben and was like, I'm done. I'm done with this stuff. I left it at your door as a gift and left it at our neighbor's house. On On the doorstep. On the doorstep. A bunch of like, just like weed and stuff like that. And we're like, what? We don't even know you. Why are you leaving this weed on our neighbor's doorstep? You were not delivered to the wrong house. Yeah. You've been here. We're literally here. That might be appreciated. Yeah. You left it at the right right house. But you didn't, so now it's a problem. Now it's an issue. It had to be like this, like recon, like, like you know, a little like. Yeah, we had to like sneak around. <laughs> I don't know if I woke up and opened my door and went, "Oh, God yes. is great. God is great. God is good." <laughs> if the neighbor had been cool, it would have been one thing. Oh yeah, she was. She was a bitch. She was not. She's a bitch. She but, couldn't stay on us. But anyways, so um, this guy he started freaking out, and he was like freaking out and telling everyone that, like, the police were coming and that we were going to get caught having this party. And, like, just to clarify, like, we didn't have anyone underage there. We had a completely okay... (laughs) We had a completely, like, legal party. Yeah. We just... It wasn't a party house. So, like, we were trying to be, like, respectful of the neighbors and shit. And we were also on... This was, like... This was in... Sugar house. Sugar house, right next to the college. Our next door neighbor was a fucking a fucking frat house. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. were throwing a big ass yeah. party. Like, it just. I mean, it wasn't like you know, it wasn't a big deal. And so anyway, 
Sorry, keep going. <laughs> so anyways, then... Sorry, uh, distracted. No, my bad. No, uh, I was reading that. Oh, anyway, okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll go back to it. Yeah, no, not what you were looking up. That. Oh, uh, yeah, oh. anyways. We'll be respectful so, next time. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, he starts freaking out and starts like pouring out everyone's drinks and like freaking out. He turned off our music, hit our speaker and started like running around the house. He was like stripping and was like freaking the fuck out. And all of like our like boys were like, what? Stop. What are you doing? Why are you ruining our party to do these weird things that you're doing? It took us like days to find the speaker. Yeah. Yeah. It was like hiding like where it was underneath the bean bag. The dog bean bag. The one that no one sat on because it was so disgusting. We found out actually he had undiagnosed schizophrenia. That makes borderline personality disorder. Was it borderline personality? Well, because like our friend Ben showed up like last minute at the party and kind of like handled him. I felt so bad. He wasn't even able to like drink or anything because he was just taking care of this dude. Got him a ride home eventually. But, like, the thing is, he was freaking out. So, I remember he was, like, he was, like, there's police outside. They're surrounding us. And I was, like, dude, I swear, I literally, I opened the door, and I was, like, there is nobody here. And I was, like, outside the house just kind of, like, (laughs) arrest me, officer. Like, there's no one here. And he was, like, no, stop doing that. And he was, like, just so terrified. And I was, like, I we went to the neighbor's house. We walked up and down the street. Like, it was fine. You got, I will give you this. You guys are much more patient than if this was like flip flop when we used to party at one of these houses. If someone shows yeah. up doing that whack shit, it'd be like two minutes to be like, hey, like, uh, there's the, the fucking door. Yeah, but like, yeah. Yeah. we told out. him to leave yeah. several times. Oh, yeah, we told him to leave and he wouldn't leave. And he just wouldn't because he's like, no, but, we're going to all get in trouble. We're all arrested. Uh, we're all yeah. doomed. Yeah. Yeah. But we weren't about to like call the cops on our own fucking party. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because and we're all from Utah, Chris. Yes. Yeah, Utah. Also. I wanted to make a good joke because um, Trump is always like, why are you smoking two USB sticks? First of all, I have a USB fetish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. And also, together the flavor's better than them individually. Yeah, so, that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But, that's fair. yeah, like... We're all. <laughs> Thank you, Trump. Is all I was waiting to tell you that. Yeah, it's a thing. Don't judge me. You can put them in a lot of places if you wanted. Oh, oh God. <laughs> what can you do with an envelope that's a fetish? Um, um, oh, what if he like, swiped it? I don't Anyways. fucking know what he does yeah. with his envelopes. Yeah, so. but I have an envelope fetish. Yes. Raj Uthor. Sorry if I pronounced. Oh, why wrong. Silence of the Lambs? It's our book club. Book yep. of the month. Book of the month. Book That's what we decided month. to. I was gonna say watch. Double That's what we decided to read. Double the cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. That's what I like to hear. It's not Holly's plan. <laughs> As she hits two, change better. Yeah. I'm just ready for the day. Well, hold on, let me phrase that. The day that we can. Um, Weekend at Bernie's, your body. Oh, yes. Oh, my fucking funeral. I told my parents about that. I've told everyone about that. Those are my best clips ever. I rewatched the clip of me just talking about my funeral, and I was like, God, I'm hilarious. Why don't I I was just like. That was a good one. I was like, damn. Honestly, best idea ever. You know, like, I'll have kids, and I'll be like, yeah, you guys are great, but have you guys heard about my funeral plans? (laughs) I'm like, like, you guys are great creations. But you don't follow my rules. <laughs> God, <I'm hilarious. laughs> 
uh, what a beautiful yeah. movie it was. It, honestly, the book and the movie are very, very similar. So I suggest reading the book as well if you really like the movie. Can we talk about how it, in the book and the movie, still holds one of the four scenes, though? Where a dude yeets his little fucking nut. <laughs> I was not expecting that when I watched that today, and I was like... I I so I knew it was coming right. I was like, oh, is this gonna be in the book? It's gotta be in the yeah, book. Yeah, it's gotta be in the book. It was just as bad reading yeah. it than it was fucking watching yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, no. I think that anytime Ooh. words like that are used in literature, I get a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, any uh, bodily fluids actually yeah, don't no. prefer to read on paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, well, that's why I think Hannibal Lecter is so fucking powerful and crazy, like insane is that he was then able to make that guy who did that to Sterling kill himself. Yeah, literally. He literally was like, talked him into killing himself, and then the next time Sterling came, he was, she was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Christ. Oh my god. He's like, And then he has like, shows like, like, Hannibal's, like, I guess, like, and like, his weird thing with Sterling is that he like, protected her honor when she got skeeted on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got skeeted on. I, what I thought was hilarious, so like, Definitely with some of the books that we've read, I've been listening to them in audiobooks, and when I listen to them, sometimes, like, in the part where it's, like, you know, it, it says, like, you know, I can smell your cunt, I was, like, <laughs> it, like, scared yeah, me. I was, like, oh, my God. And then the thing is, is it goes to Hannibal Lecter, and he's, like, what do you say? And she, like, tells him, and he's, like, don't, don't worry, I can't smell your cunt. Like, it's okay. <laughs> and she's, like, so casual. thanks. And he's, like, don't worry, you smell, like, Skeets on my girl. <laughs> Ooh, it's been on my oh, bookshelf, yeah. but I haven't. Is that your it. Reddit username? Uh, I don't know. Where is it? At the bottom. Borno Observer sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> At your email. <laughs> no. That would be my co-host's email. That makes a lot more sense to be honest. I was like. I didn't really expect that from you, Forrest. Yeah, yeah that does say something. Yeah. I gotta meet Forrest. Yeah, I you hear the weirdest shit well, about him we, we in ever, this room. If we ever do Hatchet, we know Forrest will come oh, on. Oh, yeah, he'll come on if we do Hatchet. The shit that he follows, too, and, like, I need to get out of his, like... <laughs> Will you touch him? <laughs> 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 Um, that was right when it came out that the one dude on the jazz had it. Oh, yeah. And he did all that shit. And he, sent, <laughs> he sent me to that like 20 minutes after the interview. He's like, what do you think of this? <laughs> Great. Like, fantastic. I love it. <laughs> That's why I'm surprised Forrest isn't as into the podcast. Because I feel like Forrest has like all the top memes. He's like He's got all with those it. memes. He's he got did, all yeah, those he, memes. He, he, you know who's good memes all the time is uh, Preston? Preston, I don't, yes. I do not know how he finds them. I'm pretty sure it's Reddit. He has like oh. some specific like subreddits that he's a part of, especially the one with um that guy like shitting out his balls. That was impressive. impressive. It was like it's water. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast because um, I'm a simp, and I was like, oh, 
my man's listens to this one. I'll try it out. Oh, no. But it had, like, a really funny comedian. Uh, what's her name? Um, Nikki Gla- Nikki. Nikki Glacier? Glacier. And they were actually talking about that video in the podcast. And Are I was you like, serious? I'm like, I'm glad I'm not the only. I'm like, I'm glad that, like, my friend. Because they were talking about how, like, they have this one friend in particular that sends them the most fuck shit ever. Yeah. And they started talking about that video. And I was like. I'm glad to know that every friend group has that person that sends a fuck shit, which I'm appreciative of. Preston, I love it. I love it. I love it. I just don't open his snaps when I'm at work. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it's usually, like, some straight-up pussy or something like that. So, yeah. Literally. Oh, wait. For... Thank you. (laughs) Um, For those of you who know me in, like, the gaming side of things, uh, I mean, it isn't super nerdy, but I play WoW. Anyways, wow. some of the people that I play with, we have a Discord channel for it, and this guy, he uh, created his own Discord channel, and it's called The Nasty Place, and he posted that video like six or seven months ago of the guy pooping out his balls, and it haunted me for probably like four months. I have not seen this video. I'm going to show you later. Okay. It is wild. I didn't know what was happening at first, and then I realized, I was like, oh my god. (laughs) Well, because it was, like, the way it was positioned was this guy's leg was on, like, a countertop or something. Well, he was, like, propped up kind of, like, 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 I'll just show everyone. He was propped up like this. Let me just try and Like, with his, like, his asp, and then you're like, oh, you're like, oh, it's a naked man with his ass out. And all of a sudden, you just see him, like, kind of, like, flex a little, and, like, slowly his balls come out. It's It's wild. It's wild kind of glorious but like very interesting i'm going through the channel now and i'm getting ptsd (laughs) i'm going through wild going through the group chat memes and i'm upset (laughs) there's so many group chat memes everyone saves it every time also the one that stoney sent today um in the group chat i sent to him first and then he posted it in the group chat and i was like that was fucking bitch i got that meme it was funny um it was, yeah, I because I noticed I opened the group chat and then I opened the the girls chat and I was like, wait a Same second. Way. Yeah, it's because I sent it first because I thought it was hilarious and I sent it to Stony and then he was like, that's fucking hilarious and I was like, I know he's speaking Chinese and then of course stealing my fucking memes. Asshole. It's Just okay. Kidding. He's actually great. Most I of the time. didn't know that he stole your meme, so you have sole credit in my mind. <laughs> Did you this? see it? No, I never read You never open trapping. I open trapping because it keeps fucking popping up. So once a day, I'll go in and then immediately exit because I just don't care. That's all. And then I'll like cluck, click through. Like any kind of like snaps that were opened. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that they send voice recordings. Like I, I never listen to them and it's usually of them going. Or being like, hey, boss. I think your sister. Yeah. I fucked your sister. Be like, how's your sister feeling after last night? <laughs> Play rock, paper, scissors. Who wants to catch the smoke? Okay. Uh, are we going to do a, Let's do a four-way rock, paper, scissors. Okay. I'm trying to find that video for Okay, me. we'll do a three-way. All right, last so, hold standing. on. Let's get this going. So rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, right? thank you. Yes, you never do it on scissors. No. I no. always do it on scissors. I always do it on scissors. <laughs> and you're wrong. Wait, Raj says to wait. Why? Wait, wait, please, wait, wait. Wait, wait please. Oh, For what? This rock, paper, scissors. I'm here to win. You got five I seconds want... before we go. Okay, I'll tell a short story. If, when, short what story? will happen? 
Um, do you want to do a four-way rock, paper, scissors to see last man standing? Ooh! Ooh! Gotta get both cheeks. Both cheeks. I was once in a very intense rock, paper, scissors tournament. <laughs> yes. I was drunk off my ass, and my roommate watched Hunter Hunter. Hunter, Hunter x Hunter. Hunter. Oh, I'm watching that right now. <laughs> and it's like a dope anime, I'll give you yeah. that. But they have this scene where they're like, no, we can prove rock, paper, scissors <laughs> is a logical it. game. Bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> but... He wanted to prove rock, paper, scissors is all about logic. No matter what, less so the first time, but if it's a tie, more so the rest of it. So we went through a, like, it, we, we spent two hours playing rock, paper, scissors, and I, I just, I was drunk off my ass, so I just went with it. I almost won. Based on pure luck, he won the majority of the tournaments, but yeah. we did it like Super Smash style. Okay. And I got lucky enough that I won every single one that I needed to. I won like a third of the games tops. Rock, paper, scissors. But I got the finale. It's 100% luck because it's just as easy to, or it's just as difficult to purposely lose in Rock, Paper, Scissors as it is to win. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's just chance. It's just chance. But anyways. So Raj wants us to have steaks. I don't know about that. Steaks? If I win or lose, I'll drink an Arnold Palmer. Oh, okay. I'll take you up on that. I'll match you that. You guys chug, though. You have to chug oh, it. You have to shotgun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not about that. You both anymore. are like, ugh. Well, maybe I will like, shotgun I did that I shit in high school. I've done my time. You can just chug. Oh, yeah. Anyways, are we going to do a four-way, five-way, or a three-way? How are you able to do a four-way, five-way, or three-way in the rock, paper, scissors Well, because you go rock, paper, scissors, whoever loses gets out, and then, like, you just have the last man standing. Yeah. You know? Also just keeps on, like... Yeah, like, no, like, you just go all four at once, and then whoever, like... Oh, wait. Yeah, because then it's, like, then technically, if it's okay, in a certain way, Okay, you guys go first, then we'll go, because then it's, like, kitty corner. Okay. 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 Rock, paper, guys, scissors, here. shoot. Damn. You know, sometimes you get got. Okay, so let me go. Let me go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. All right, Wes. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta warm up my fingers. All right, let's go. Wait, can I, oh, I was gonna blow on it. Blow on me. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Fuck. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> all skill. <laughs> all skill. I no can predict chance. all rock, paper, scissors, and coin flips. <laughs> Congratulations, 100 messages. Nice. Nice. Oh, 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 Stand up. Go to Wendover sometimes. <laughs> he cries. Oh, try so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> In the end, it doesn't, doesn't even matter. matter. Oh my god. Um, when I was so I was doing like this Colorado River run just a day ago, yes. and uh, we were on a paddleboard, and it was Nate and I, and basically, I just kind of lounged in the back of this paddleboard, and then, like, when we hit, like, the rapids and everything, I wouldn't exactly lounge, but, like, I'd lounge for most of the time, and Nate would be up paddling us along, and he's like, would you like me to serenade you? <laughs> and I was like, I would love that, thank you. And he goes, shoddy, he's like, I bet I didn't hear my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> 
that was like, no, that's my shit. That is so good. <laughs> <laughs> All the songs in the world. Yeah. It's like Sean Kingston really helped the place. Yeah. Out. <laughs> he was the boy. Honestly. Yeah. I really so feel like a shoddy in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> They actually have Arnold Palmer? Oh, of course. Oh, my God. Why would you can ask They are here for you to drink. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I have one doubt. What's the single doubt? Can I have one? Yes. Yeah. 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 Come on over, Trump. There you go. Here you go. Tell me your insecurity. Oh, is motorboating really... Wait, what? Is motorboating... Motorboating? You can jack off motorboats. Is that a thing? Are you trying to say is motorboating really happen in beaches? Like, do people like? Talking about motorboat titties, or are we talking about like, are we boating? Are we boating on the water? Because boating happens at beaches. I don't know. Yet to see anyone motorboat some titties. I mean, next time we're at the beach, Allie, watch out! I'm a motorboat those titties. Hop it on happened. it. I'll bone it. Oh, motorboating titties. Okay, there we go. Spring break. Spring break. Spring break. Yeah. <laughs> spring break. I was going to say, is that what you're referring to? Is like you're at spring break and people are just motorboating? Like, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Is that all people do on spring break? No, that's, that's all people do in movies at spring break. Yeah, they're like, spring break. So spring break <laughs> in reality is just like throwing up at a hotel that you can't remember. Yeah. yeah. That's literally yeah. how Vegas is, and I think about that a lot. I went to Lake Havasu City, and I went in um, July. Bad decision. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so hot. But I did have a great time, and there were some, uh, like, frat boys in the campsite next to us that uh, were freaking the fuck out. I mean, they were drunk as shit, and they started fighting at one point. It was 100 degrees at freaking midnight, yeah. and they were fighting, and... Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and they were like threatening to like throw each other in the fire and stuff. Was a party city for sure, but had a great time. Also wanted to die the whole time though. So. That's right. Mm. Great okay. time. Also wanted to die. Is but... to the place that has like the original London Bridge? Uh, well, they have all London Bridge, but it doesn't yeah. look anything like the actual London Bridge. Well, they... And it's like, is it falling down? No, no, there was like a story where one of the guys who lived down there like purchased the old London Bridge to put it in there. It was like a couple hundred million or something like that. Oh, Maybe there is a London Bridge there. They call it the London Bridge, and I have a shot glass with the London Bridge on it from like Havasu. Mm. Hell yeah. Um, and we did go over it lots of times because we had to drive over it to get to the other side of the lake, and we we're like, maybe there's something cool over there. There wasn't. There was nothing cool over there. <laughs> there wasn't. Um, and then. Um, we went to the like dollar store a lot because it had AC. <laughs> <laughs> so we were we would we'd like wake up in the morning and be like, okay, so we can drink until this time. We're not gonna get drunk because it's too hot, but yeah, we can drink can, until then, and then we'll swing by the dollar store around this time. And uh, then yeah, uh, I woke up in the middle of the night at one point and got up to go get water. And our friend that was with us at the time was sleeping, like, in his underwear on the table, just, like, on the table, like, sprawled out. And I didn't see him because it was dark. And I opened the cooler, and he was like, hey, can you hand me that? And I was like, <laughs> You're like oh my God. what the <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sunscreen, booze, maybe a mini fan. Did you guys even bring fans? 
No, we didn't bring I thought, okay, listen, when it said it was going to be 100 degrees, I was like, yeah, maybe 120 during the day or something. It's going to be like, it'll be like cool in the water, you know, thinking it's going to be like here, and then it wasn't. Hello? Mistake. Did someone look it? Um, Trump is all up. I did get a new vinyl from Wes. It's um, the Split soundtrack. It's pretty lit. I'm going to make a post about it soon. It looks fucking dope. It's really dope. Hmm. Ghosts. I agree. It was definitely a rookie mistake. We'll never do it again. <laughs> rookie mistake. <laughs> I love soundtracks. I don't see anyone, but I also did not go into any dark rooms because That's I'm not smart. an idiot. I'll go. I'll be ready to fight. You know that TikTok trending dance step? Wait, which one? There's a lot oh, of yeah, the, the one that's like one? do do, and then you just slowly pelvic thrust. I thought that I thought they were talking about the wet ass pussy one. Oh. <laughs> I don't know that one. You don't know that one? No. Or it's like make it, Oh yes, yes. Wait, or is it that one? I don't know. I don't know. Wet ass pussy. I was gonna make a WAP joke with Kathy the other day, and then I decided that was inappropriate. <laughs> like, maybe not. Maybe not. Well, we were talking about her friend that just like got some like got a boob job or something. Jason oh, was nice. like, yeah, she looked like a twelve year old boy before, but now she looks like a twelve year old boy with double D's. And I was like, <laughs> interesting. And he was like, do you want to see a picture of her? And I was like. Okay. Like, I guess. Because then he spent, like, five minutes showing me pictures of this girl that they're, like, friends with, with new boobs. Nice! And I was going to make a WAP joke, and then I was like... You're like, I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't. Be like, she looks like she's got a WAP. And they're like, excuse me, what's that? I was actually going to make a WAP joke about myself. And oh! that's why I couldn't make it. was oh, because... Yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, Jason oh, and Kathy. Wet-ass pussy. Oh. Wop. Yeah, but Wop. I was talking to uh, Starling's parents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard of this one. You have? Have you, you heard? Have let me, heard the song. You haven't heard the song. I it's don't know if I can. New song with Megan. I don't know oh, if I can play yeah. it on I'm here. Just, no. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Okay. Where she's like, make that pullout game weak. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part is where she's like, but she's like, I want to gag. I want to choke. I want to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> now that's wild. Well, that's, <laughs> now that's what I called. No, that's what I call a wop. Do you know, like, how kids bop is still, like, a thing and they do, like, covers of songs? What if they did that one? They did a cover of Lizzo's, her really famous song. The the Truth Hurts. Yeah, Truth Hurts. Yeah. And that song by kids bop, they censor, like, DM. But they don't censor other shit. It's a riot. Y'all should listen to it. I saw a TikTok where the girl was trying to make a kids' bop version of WAP, and it was waffles and pancakes. That's adorable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kids' bop shouldn't exist. I'm just saying, like, explicit songs are explicit for a reason. Like, why are we trying to adapt them to children? Kids' bop is a dark stain on humanity. What do you think, too? They're kind of fun to just watch and laugh at. Do you think, too, like, if a kid was listening to Kids Bop and he knows that it's, like, a kid version, he's like, oh, no, the real one is. They're definitely looking up. Like, someone who thinks, oh, they couldn't have possibly made this song about waffles and pancakes. No, (laughs) it's not, because they didn't. They made it about wet-ass pussy. Yeah. Yes. Listen, um, Kids Bop used to come out with some OG songs. Um, The Chicken Little Soup one is pretty great. Oh, yeah. Kids Bop Girl, Holly? I was just really into music in general, but Kids Pop was like a big, because okay. I had like a CD player, but the thing is I that's see. funny about all the CDs I owned, is I owned like a couple different Kids Pops, and then I owned like 
some other ones. But my favorite one was the Fergalicious. That one's pretty good. So, I like, I mean, like, I own Kids Bop, but I also listen to Black Eyed Peas and, like, Fergalicious. You yeah. know, like, I listen to Fergie. So, like, I was also listening to Kids Bop because there was bops, like the chicken noodle soup. Yeah. I used to listen to like Radio outside. Disney on like really loud, yeah, and I would try and call in all the time on my like little my mom's like flip phone. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have friends as a kid. Like I just kind of was always with adults, so I just listened to my parents' music. So I That's know a I'm... whole lot of Journey and like oh. Talking Heads mm-hmm. and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's kind of yeah. like how I Felt was like... too. Like, my dad was, like, sweet enough that in the morning when he would take me out, like, to, like, go to daycare, we'd listen to, like, like Disney radio. But at the same time, when we, they were, like, drinking, obviously we weren't going to listen to that, so we listened to a lot of different things. But I also had sisters five years older than me, so I was always above the mark the music curve. <laughs> the music curve. Well, I was the same thing with Allie. Like, I wasn't allowed... Well, actually, my mom was really religious, so she wouldn't allow me to listen to, like, basically anything. And so I would only listen to, like the music that my dad listened to which was basically just a bunch of like rock your mom sounds yeah, like the dad like that. from Footloose no no, no pretty fun. much no fun no dancing in I listen to town. a lot of Christian rock oh. did you at least get to listen to Skillet <laughs> no but she was a big fan of Def Leppard for some reason <laughs> and like Motley Crue wasn't she no not okay. Motley Crue my dad likes Motley Crue oh, and okay. he likes Motley Crue and Twisted Sister and stuff like that mm. and that's what I would listen to with him and then my mom was like Def Leppard and Journey and that was kind of like you... that was the that was the farthest she went music wise did she ever also eat mayonnaise and exclaim that it's kind of spicy <laughs> definitely spicy. they would do it they actually would have mayo sandwiches ugh <laughs> <laughs> That was a thing for them. Okay, <laughs> but have you guys ever had like shitty white bread? Like not the cheapest at the store, but like Wonder Bread. The shit that just yeah, sticks yeah, yeah, to yeah, the yeah, back yeah, of your yeah, teeth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you put some mayo on it uh-huh. and then white American cheese and then a pickle. Nope. Oh. Haven't done that. It's dope. That's sounds- one of the best sandwiches. I've done that. I've done that. That's something my grandma would give me. She, we yep. like literally what we would have as a snack at her house was always like crackers, cheese, and pickles. Anything with pickles, cheese, and like different stuff like that. She was like, "There you go." There and you us go. as kids were like, "This is fantastic." Yeah. <laughs> Take the this funny, one home with you. The funny thing about like what I ate as a kid, it was funny because I was talking to my my gentleman yesterday, and we were talking about like kind of like how we were raised a little bit, and I was like. <laughs> He was like, he was like, yeah, we always had home cooked meals every night, and I was like, cool. Must be nice to have parents that cooked for you, <laughs> essentially. Must be and, nice. He, um, I don't remember like how it got brought up, but he was like, yeah, like I wasn't allowed to have energy drinks till I was like much, much, much older, because his uh, family's like LDS and stuff, and um, I was like, I had energy drinks when I was like eight. He's like, really? And I was like, you want to hear my favorite snack and why I'm surprised I don't have diabetes now? My mom would let me make these things when she had food. Was she? We would get two Eggo waffles, slather on some peanut butter and a shit ton of mel- like uh, marshmallow fluff, make it a sandwich, chase it with a monster. I was good for hours. Fluffernutters. That's fluffer what that's called. Yeah, it was some fluffernutters. We would make fluffernutters. And he was like, you ate that? And I was like, yes. Sandwiches. And he was like, I oh. see where our childhoods were different, and I was like, 
Definitely. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like childhood like experience flexes are the biggest flexes. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. They no, are. Literally. Yeah. I always no. think back to like because uh, I mean like I like raised my younger siblings for a bit. And the thing is, is like we were pretty. We didn't have many food options in the first place when we were younger. And so, like, what I would do for lunch is I called it, um, like it was something like it was like make your own sandwich, like basically like a make like a subway sort of thing. Yeah. But we only had just like random, like condiments and like. Um, you know that shaker that's like the Parmesan cheese yeah, and yeah. like I think some pepperonis and stuff like that. That was basically all we had. And then like some bread and I'd like put it all out and be like, okay, choose what you want. And it was like Miracle Whip and like diff- like a bunch of nasty stuff that like they loved it. They thought it was the greatest thing ever and they still bring it up to this day and they're like, why don't we do that anymore? And I was like, because we actually have food now. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, but it was so good. And I was like, no, it wasn't. It was <laughs> nasty. It's okay. I remember one of the first times I ever got to go spend the night at, like, a friend's house. And this was, like, like I, not, not, I won't get personal, too personal, but, like, there was times where my family struggled. Uh-huh. And, like, I remember there was, like, a gap of a period where the only things that were in our house was either ramen, mac and cheese, or hot dogs. Like, oh, that was, like... Yeah. I remember yeah. going over... Staples. To, yeah. Staples. <laughs> I remember going over to my buddy's house, and we were, like, raiding the kitchen or whatever. And I opened it up, and like, wow, you guys got a lot of food. And he's like, and my parents haven't gone to the store in, like, a week. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. My, my most depressed meal as a child was when I was at my mom's, and we didn't have any food in the house besides, like, three top ramens. Or, like, no, three, like, ramen noodle packets, like, you, like, put in, like, you know, and you had mm-hmm. the seasonings. Um, tortilla, tortillas. 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 And ranch dressing. And nice. and peanut butter. So, my sisters would a lot of times, like, break up, like, the ramen packets and put the seasonings on it without, like, cooking it. Like, yeah. as, like, a delicacy. <laughs> um, and so, that's what, like, I had. And then my sister, Shelby, she made... Cause she was really into ranch. She got tortillas, put the seasonings on the inside of the tortillas, and then dipped it in ranch. Well, the ranch was expired, and she was vomiting so much that day. Oh. And she was like in the bathroom, like in the bath, just like dead. <laughs> just straight died. Straight died. The tortillas. And that's the only way I know that we also have the same beauty mark on our faces and on our butts. <laughs> she was like dead ass like in the bathtub and I was like are you okay and she's like yeah and I like came in cause like I was like five years younger so I didn't really like get like privacy yeah. and she was like oh and like just like rolls over so she's like obviously not like front naked and like she was like in the back and I was like I have a freckle on my butt too and she's like yeah I know we have the same freckle on our butt <laughs> and then because we had the same beauty mark on our face which is really weird to have the same beauty mark because our grandma also has it so my my theory is my grandma also has the same freckle on her butt probably, <laughs> probably. because we have it's just one little like the exact like little like freckle mole yeah on like the same like part of our butts ask, ask her. her yeah you should ask I her I should ask her or just Wait till she's dead and look at her naked <laughs> dead body. Because I feel like no grandma will be like, yeah, I'll show you my butt. 
But, but if she's dead, dead <laughs> you don't have to go through that process. process. Do you have a freckle on your butt? And you can just, butt? like, strip her down and look. <laughs> That's fair. That'd be fair. They're like, it's like, like, like a tease. You're just asking. <laughs> <laughs> Chris said, uh, no, nah, the skin changes too much post-mortem. That's true. What if it, like, wrinkles up and you can't find it? So you gotta, like, spread her butt. Yeah, you gotta, like, spread that <laughs> Because it is on the closer, like, towards the crack, it's a little bit closer. But like, yeah, it is weird that we have like the exact same freckle on the same face, like or the same exact one. And so like Would you be disappointed if you found out that she didn't have it on her butt? Yeah, because then I'm like <laughs> the trend would end. The trend that you're like Like it. only our faces match, but our butts don't match. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. But what if it's like a like like your grandma has the one on her face and your sister yeah. and you both have the one on your face and your butt, but maybe you have another one somewhere. Mm, probably. And then your daughter will have the same ones as you, but she'll have an extra one. Oh. That'd be cool. So it keeps just like adding up. It keeps and then eventually up. like the last person will just be like a whole mole. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They'll just be a mole. They like give birth and they're like, it's child. a mole child. <laughs> <laughs> It's a mole child. <laughs> mole child. Monty, Monty Mole. Oh, yeah! <laughs> hey, hey, my mole child. <laughs> you know what's really fun? Adaptation. Adaptation. <laughs> um, can I just say I'm kind of upset? I've been playing Animal Crossing for a while now. Yeah. I've yet to see Rossetti. I don't know who Rossetti is. I'm not so, on the Animal Crossing yeah. train. On the GameCube, the original Animal Crossing. That's what I grew up with. That's why I still love it to this yeah, day. Yeah, it's also still just adorable. Mm-hmm. They won. Um, but Rossetti, if you ever, like, quit without saving because oh, you fucked up yeah. or do- did anything, Rossetti the Mole would come out with his little hard hat, and then he'd just yell at you, <laughs> which was such, like, a part of childhood. This mole on TV was just, like, yelling at you and getting increasingly mad every time you were like, no, I just want to exit, don't save. And he would get so mad, and it was such a beautiful part. I'm mad. I've yet to find him. In I'm sure the, he's in there. I'm sure it's yeah. got to be like. Well, because they don't really grade. offer you if you want to save or not. Mm-mm. They don't offer if you want to save or not. So you kind of have to save. So I wonder if that's why if they just kind of like got rid of him because they you don't have the option to not save, which is kind of shitty because if you needed shitty. to go back, you can't go back. It's just it's set and it's you can't really change it if you do something. Yeah. Which unless you like hard start it to like dead and then like it saves from wherever you first left off. But like at that point, it's like. Yeah. Just restart your entire game. All the way over. All the way. We're starting over. I don't know where it was. His name was Seti. I don't know where Seti is, but we're going to find him. Yeah. He would. Resetti. Let's see. Chris asked, how do you all know each other? Um, High school, association from friends, neighbors. Hey, neighbors. Association from friends. High school friends. Association because we had a high like your Forrest was the younger brother to someone we went to high school mm-hmm. with. I oh, know I came on the earlier. How did you podcast. originally get on the podcast? Do you remember? 
I think you messaged me one time because I liked one of your posts where you were like, hey, we need some new guests. Mm. Like this if you want to be on it. I liked it. You sent me a message and I was like, yeah, I'm down. And then I came on and then I came on a few other times. Yeah. And then I came on like with Calford a couple of times and stuff like that. And then eventually you said something about a pot, like a book club podcast. And I was like, well, we were planning on making a book club anyways. Right. They'd probably be down. I remember our first book club meeting because we had it set. And then I think it was like the day of you were like, hey, so we're doing the book club. But we're, it's a podcast, so come here, meet this guy, we're gonna do a podcast together. That was good. Hell yeah. Bring it out on explaining what's up. I've got the best explanations, you just gotta... (laughs) Just go and do it. it. Just Full go with it. Full we'll send it. Well, because, like, initially, because we always talked about wanting to do, like, a book club and, mm-hmm. like, always, like, wanting to do that. And, like, mm-hmm. we finally picked a book, Crazy Rich Asians. That was the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we all decided, we're like, okay, we're going to read it since we watched a movie. And then, yeah, then you and guys, you guys were talking, and then we're like, what if we just made it into a podcast? Because, yeah. like, we're doing it anyways. And here we are, over a year later. Guys, wow, look at us. We didn't even do like a little year, like, like celebration. COVID was happening, oh, that's why. Big yeah. facts, actually. Because I think yeah. we started in, because we, li- we moved in March, and then like two months after that, so like April, May is when we decided to do the book club. Mm-hmm. But that was like the, the hard, hard, Yeah. That, that was the, the hottest moment of COVID, so we had to stop it for a few yeah, months. We had to pause for a little bit. R.I.P. Rip in peace. We're back. We can always do Better it two year. We can figure yeah. out when we get we'll the crazy. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, do it two what? year. One. Maybe the yeah. second book of Crazy Rich Asians for uh, example. Which Ooh. would be really good because it's a trilogy, and then we can figure out what happens with the sister mm-hmm. who I love, but She's she a was a bitch. bitch ass hoe in no. that first book. She was, and then you figure out her story, and then you're like, God damn. <laughs> So, with the remainder bit of this, we can finish yes. out with, like, what our full opinions are on, like, yes. the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rate it 1 through 10. What is your rating for the book? Um, really quick before that, what the fuck is AMA? Ask me anything. Oh. Ask me oh. anything about COVID. Allie definitely could drop some hands. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, for sure. She's uh, um, the number one rated one to, like, just really fight dirty sometimes. I do. Definitely. I fight dirty. Who you knows? fighting me? Fuck yeah, I'm a fight dirty. <laughs> fight dirty. I'm gonna knock you out no matter how. Yeah. I She'll no figure honor. it out. She'll figure it out. Boxing videos do really good, so who are we gonna get you to box? See, the thing is, is I'm I'd ready. be down to fight, but I'd be down to fight anybody but Allie. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know that she would fight dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could fight anyone in this room. Okay, so I went to an MMA fight last night. Ooh. Was it good? It was alright. It was all amateur, so I was like, it's still fun. And it was like, why not? But the whole time I was like, what if me and Cass fought up here? I feel like we'd have a much better time. Because there was actual friends. Friend. Well, that's why it was funny. Because, like, there was actual friends that, like, like there was, like, a round. And you can tell they were friends because, like, they were on, like, opposite sides, like, jumping around, like, getting hyped. And, like, yeah. his friend came out. Like, one guy was, like, hi- like getting hyped. And then this friend came out. And he was like... And he was like this. And then they had, like, the, like, the, you know, like, you get close together and you, like, like, you know, like, you yeah. get ready. And they were, like, basically, like, like holding out. They were, like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> like giggling at each other. Yeah. And then they beat the shit out of each other. And at the end, they were, like, yeah. holding each other. And it was, like, super precious. I and I was, like, I could fight Cass. But, like, the thing is, we would start fighting. And then we would meme out. 
Like I like I feel like I feel like the like the timer would go and it'd be like ding and then and like me and Cass would be like <laughs> And then we like try to fight each other, but I don't think we could actually like I don't think I could actually like fight anybody in this room unless we were like doing boxing classes and like that was like our thing. But also I don't think any of us are in the same weight class, so like I don't think yeah. we could Very true. realistically we couldn't all MMA fight because we're not in the same weight class. Yeah. Allie and I could fight. We're yeah. in the same weight class. Yeah, yeah. you guys could probably Very true. fight. So, I mean, guess there's some destiny. Y'all feel the heat? Let's get it going. Let's go. I'm going to turn into that guy who just, like, dresses in suits and organizes fights. <laughs> yeah. And just smokes cigars. Okay. I mean, I have some boxing gloves. Oh, I got pairs in the car. Hey. Oh, oh, here's the thing, though. I... This is going to sound shitty, but I'll explain. I hate fighting girls because I feel like... There's this weird stereotype, like, ingrated in us that fighting has to be like, eh, eh. Yeah. And then when you come out, like, nah, bitch, I'ma fucking knock you out. <laughs> it's a weird, like, you've it's betrayed weird. our entire gender. <laughs> and then they come out scratching and pulling hair, and it's like, no, that's not... I want to go fists. Yeah. I don't want to go hair extensions with you. Yeah. Like, well, I would pull someone's hair if I was fighting them. Yeah. I would I would maybe hit, but I would also definitely pull yeah. hair. Well, um, so, like, the fight we were going to, we went because um, Michael's, like, jujitsu. Like, they were supposed to go and see this girl fight, and, like, the guys were talking, and it was funny. They're like, we were so excited to see her fight because we know she's been waiting for this fight. And this, um, her opponent actually lost weight to fight her and they like were like we don't think it's like a thing like but like a conspiracy is that she was like a pound and a half heavier so they couldn't fight technically because they weren't the exact same weight yeah and Mm -hmm. so they were like they probably like she like met met her and was like i don't want to fight her because she's like here to fight and kill me like she's like I was, so I was like kind of sad because I was like I want to see a bad bitch fight yeah like from what I've like heard like little things about her I was like she sounds terrifying, but I have a hard boner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm full torqued right full now. Torqued. <laughs> full torqued. Did you guys see the TikTok I sent you the other day of the girl practice fighting in her backyard? Oh, that was like pulling her own hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was like, <laughs> she looked. Like, like, <laughs> it was so funny. She's like, it's like her sister's like videoing her from inside. She's like, my sister's literally outside practice fighting. Practice fighting. Literally. And like, she, she was like flipping. This girl's like herself. on the ground, like punching the yeah. ground and like pulling her own hair. And it was funny too, because so she initially funny. like did it, like she like took off her slipper, like her sandals, like she was like yeah. legitimately ready to fight. And it was so <laughs> funny. Uh. Oh. This fights. lady right here is the best women's fighter, and she. I she made a joke about fighting men in the UFC, uh-huh. and I would put money on her ten out of ten. She's a monster. Like mm. that's kind of like oh, what's her bucket? Who actually ended up going against? She like went into the men's tournament. The only one I know is like I don't know anything about oh fighters at all. I follow a lot of MMA and women's division because like. There's some fucking savages now. Oh, hands up, hands up. Holly and I went and saw that movie about the girl boxer. Oh, um, um Fighting in the Family with the UFC. Don't, no, at the, don't yeah. let her fighting back with my family. you into fighting a with corner. my family. 
And it's um. Yeah, it's The Rock uh, in WWE, right? Yeah, like yeah. The, it was the it's the British girl from WWE. Yeah, her um, story. Who is actually playing by Florence Pugh? She's like a good movie. I, love her. I, I still haven't really seen movie. it. I still haven't seen yeah. it. We should. It's on um. It's on streaming. We can watch it sometime. It's really good. I mean, I'm down. I'm down. But oh man. I need to see some of her like. Is that- there you oh, go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, girl, get it. When I watch this shit, that makes me want to, like, because I did, like, a little bit of kickboxing for, like, a second. Oh, with and Allie. And then, yeah, with oh, Allie. A, a different Allie. But it makes me want to go back. <laughs> but it's just so expensive. Just yeah. Bad. And I'm like, I'd do it on my own if I had, like, a good, like, bag. Yeah. But I don't. See, I, w- I would want to do it, but I want a coach to, like, help me train properly yeah. to do it because I feel like the only reason why I would really do it is to actually like fight Yeah. but and like I'd be down but like it's just so expensive also I don't have time for anything so oh, like girl, why are you doing that angle cyborg's an idiot Yeah. she's dope she is but she went in she thinking is. that she could outstrike Nunez which is not a good idea no. <gasps> oh. oh oh she oh she sleeps her in a second like just completely out and utterly knocked out. Oh, yeah, girl. There we go. Get it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she out. She out. She hit her so hard. She like her just feet went off the ground. <laughs> and then she went over to that guy and said, "Pay me more money." <laughs> <laughs> Pay me more money. Because he's the organizer. <laughs> he, he's like, "Fuck, bitch, he's you like, got like, it." All right, I guess so. With these kind of fights. She could be oh, yeah. yeah. Alright. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Rate it one out of ten. Um, I watched the movie today. I would rate it probably like an eight. I was expecting it to be I thought it was like a scary movie and it's more of like a It's a thriller more. It's a thriller, thriller more. So I think kind of that crime. Crime Yeah, I thought it was good. I like yeah. I like stuff like that. Yeah, I was gonna say like probably for me it would be about eight, eight point five because like I really enjoyed the book and the movie. The movie's one of my favorites and then like also mm-hmm. The book was just so close, but also just gave it a lot of detail, and it was just really fun to read, just in general. Is it is mm-hmm. it quick, easy read? Is mm-hmm. it good? Is it an easy read? Easy read, but also really interesting and like you know, depth? kind of just really interesting. Honestly, I would give it nine out of ten. Whoopi Goldberg's. Ooh, oh, wow. Whoopi! I'm a big fan of it just because like I, I don't know. That I just was... felt like it's a perfect story creation, like. Yeah, you, very original. You could get right into that book, and now you have feelings for Sterling, but you also have mm-hmm. this crazy curiosity of Hannibal, and then mm-hmm. you fucking, you know, the evilness that is, um, what's his butt? Um, just lost his Buffalo name. Bill? Buffalo Bill, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and then all the side characters. It's not too many side characters who are overwhelmed, yeah. but each of them have yeah. their own, like, personality. Like, I really liked the security guard that was down there like he was really nice like it was an mm-hmm. interesting character he, like got her all the shit from like his yeah. and everything yeah, yeah. Really good. I'd probably I give it a 10. 10. Yeah, I'm with you. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> Best book I've never read. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. Oh, yeah. I was going I to say, 10, do yeah. we want to do a Discord and then kind of like announce Discord and whatnot? Do we have that? Yes. Okay. I just need to set it up properly. Because I was like, then also people who are watching, then we can talk about these books. 
also while you're reading it and we can update everybody more concurrently on what we're reading i'll invite you mm. guys to it i have a read between the lines section i just haven't put anything in there yet hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah so check that out ladies and gents mm -hmm. we gotta pick a next book for next mm -hmm. one i honestly have not been thinking about it at all which I, really have I haven't either a suggestion that Ooh. was sent to me by someone who watches the podcast oh really Ooh. oh okay um, let me double check the name of it actually i think i know the name of it. i just want to make sure it's like the right. correct way to say it? Yeah. No, okay. I... Let's see. I think it's this. Lost Girls? We should, work for, we should read Virgin Suicide. Oh, Virgin Sometimes. Suicide? It doesn't have to be right now. Yes. Sometimes. So Lost Girls is a book about Ooh. these women who got murdered by someone who never got caught. And I guess how the book goes is you get each of these women's stories leading up to the point where they die... Um, and I think all of them ended up being prostitutes one way or the other. Okay. So it's supposed to be really good. I would like, we don't have to do that one this time, but I'd like to put it in the mix of oh, future yeah, definitely. months. That's yeah. definitely. definitely something I would be interested in. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All of us are very, we're into, um, true crime. crime. We yeah. like true crime. We like true crime. Also, I was an escort for a while, so I can relate <laughs> to this shit. So you're like, oh, that's what, one thing I was going to, this actually doesn't have to do with the escort thing, but reading... Silence of the Lambs. In my mind, always, when I think of girls getting kidnapped and murdered, I think they're tiny girls, easily able to be, like, picked up and whatnot. But then this one, where it was, like, all girls that were just larger and stuff like that, like scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh, my God, I'm over here. I'm 5'11", like a size 12. That was his first victim was a size 12. And I was like, oh, fuck you, Buffalo Bill. Now I'm all scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, to ask, ask, geez, whoa. Oh, ah. The brain just smoothed. Um, <laughs> brain to time. answer your question, <laughs> this group gets together once a month, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there's other podcasts that go on, and if you guys want, I imagine we could probably get everyone together for non-club mm -hmm. related podcasts. It's um, true. But you're forgetting, Wes, we have one every other week on Saturday called True Crime Drunks, hosted by me and Wes, and we go about <laughs> true crime. It's like I was ready to talk about it at some point. <laughs> just finished um, Elizabeth Smart move. Oh, I, I have to still finish that out now. Yikes for me, dog. Dude, Elizabeth Smart. I mm. know a couple people who knew her oh or knew God. the family. Damn. Mm. Hashtag Humble plug. Humble, humble, humble plug. plug. Humble, humble plug. Humble plug. Like, I don't even know. Like, maybe next week it's, like, going to be happening again. I don't know. Oh, who knows? It's weird. It's I like it's Elizabeth Smart this time. Oh it's like yeah. next what week. What book did you say, though? Virgin Suicide? Virgin Suicides. Yeah. I've never read it, but I've heard a lot about it. It's There's one of my favorite movies. movie, too, and the movie is... I mean, if we want, do we want to do that next month? Because it's kind of a short read. Because what is it, like 200 pages? Yeah, it's pretty yeah, I short. Don't know. I, haven't, okay. I haven't looked into it. I it's just know short. there's a book about it. I just know it's all. it's been on my to-be-read list since yeah. I was a depressed teenager. Um, so I know yeah. it's like 200 to 250 pages. I don't think it's really big. It's, it's really small. Mm. Um, Squadcast. Squadcast. Squad. It's one of my favorite movies, honestly. The same that person who did this also did uh, the, directed The Bling Ring. As well, I don't yeah, know if you guys yeah. have seen Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. hear me out. Mm -hmm. yes. We do The Virgin Suicides and Lost Girls. We flip a coin to see what goes first. Okay, so we read that. those for the next two for the next anyway. Two? No. This no. just decides the order. 
Do we want to see what Destiny picks? Oh, that's a press penny. One sec. <laughs> you can't flip a press penny. <laughs> yeah, you can. One has a buffalo on well, it. Well, then pull it out. Well, I also have a penny penny. Oh. I still have the one Bella gave me in my purse for good luck. It says uh, Ghost Museum. <laughs> yeah. Can we do Virgin Suicides as heads? Yeah, because you know they all oh, yeah, have heads. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> one of them has their head in an oven. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty good. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, yep. ready. Yeah. What did it land on? <laughs> Landed on tails. So it looks like lost girls. I want a lost girl who's a prostitute and <laughs> reads the pro- Bible. <laughs> and reads their Bible. <laughs> My hands are sweaty. I can't really like flip it and like do this because oh, like yeah. sticks. How's so, your like... knees? Are they weak? Do your arms knees weak? Are sweaty? Did you eat your mom's spaghetti? <laughs> I don't know my mom. <laughs> Holly was completely prepared in that moment to stand up and pop her knees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she like, I didn't know that down. was a thing. And then she like, like last week or whatever, she got up and then like squatted her knees pop. Like fucking echoed in here. I'm like, like, oh my god. <laughs> I really oh was god. prepared. Well, because, like, and also, too, now that like, I, like, started going to the gym a little bit, they got a little bit worse. Oh, and I, no. And, like, the funny thing is, I do it at work, and I sometimes, like, me and my coworker, we have, like, this bond where, like, we do shit, but we don't talk about that we do shit. Um, and so she would notice that, like, because I would, like, subtly, like, slide out of my seat like this and, like, pop my knees like, before I would go to the bathroom, or, like, she yeah. would see me, like, round the corner and, like, stop and, like, drop low and pop my knees. And she, like, never really mentioned it until, like, I did that once, and I wasn't thinking that I did it, and my coworker heard, and he was like, was that your knees? And she was like, yeah, she does it all yeah. the time. And I'm like, you're so observant, and you don't make comments on things, and that's why I love it so much. <laughs> it was shocking. I was like, that's not okay. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Literally all the time. Every single time, like... I'll come by, she'll be like, let's see how the knees are today, and go, whoop, and it's usually just like, <laughs> it's great, it's, it's funny. fantastic. My knees will pop from time to time, but that's like, yeah, it's a regular thing. It's like, just like, they're mm. grinding on each mm-hmm. other. I'm like, your knees okay? Your knees okay? Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> My, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. All right, y'all. All All right. See you next week. So long. Farewell. Farewell. I'll be the same. I'll be the same.